Welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. It is December 16th, a Sunday at 8 o'clock. Uh, we've pretty much made Sunday the official day of Prospects After Dark. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Look, it's been a very interesting week. Uh, from uh, the Fox Sports Midwest debacle to Bryce Harper to crazy quotes from Bernie Nicholas and Mark Saxon. Uh, there's there's plenty to cover. We also have some pad gear to give out tonight, which I am really, really excited to do. Uh, you can go to Teespring and buy some pad gear, take a picture, a screenshot of you buying it, uh, and send a DM to either myself or Cardinals Gifts. And if you do that, you'll be entered to win uh, one of five of the purple Prospects After Dark beanies. Uh, hello, everyone. As you trickle in, welcome again to our little show, Prospects After Dark. Uh, anyways, here in just a little bit, we're going to raffle off two of those five beanies. Uh, after the sale closes on Tuesday, we'll raffle off the other three. And, uh, boy, I, I really, really like them. Um, I think they're beautiful. I think you're going to love them. Fox Sports Midwest for president. Yeah, that was a rough, rough look. And, you know, uh, hi, Triton Cardinals fan. Hello, everyone. So, as you guys know, I pretty well lost my damn mind after that tweet. I have this thing about propaganda I hated. As you'll notice in my tweet, I went out of my way to point out that it was uh, agenda-driven. Even if it might not have been, I don't really know. But it was definitely conveying uh, the idea that you should believe their way of thinking, much like Fox Sports News does, or much like Fox News does and MSNBC does. Uh, those are two different political parties that try to steer the conversation in their direction uh, and try to do a little mind control. And I'm not really a fan of that, and sometimes it gets me riled up, just like it did earlier in the week. And to have the, uh, the Cardinals local affiliate do it, man, it really broke my heart and fired me up. I've been fiery this week. Uh, give me Cody Bellinger, somebody says. I don't know who it was. I'm going to try to scroll and see if I can do it without messing up. Uh, from AndyPants47. So we were talking about this via the Twitter tweets uh, just a little while ago. Octavius Rex, hey, what's up? I would not think that Cody Bellinger is one of the players that the uh, the Dodgers would trade. I would think that they'd be more likely to trade Yasiel Puig or Matt Kemp. Remember, if they're going to trade some one of those outfielders, it's going to be to sign Bryce Harper. Uh, so I would anticipate that the only way they're going to trade one of the outfielders is if the guy makes some money. Bellinger's too talented. Uh, the other thing about Cody Bellinger is I don't believe that the Cardinals have a le- like a legitimate trade partner there. I would think that there's a chance, uh, but you know you're talking about having to give up something more serious than Dakota Hudson and other prospects. You're talking about like Jack Flaherty for Cody Bellinger. He's that good. Uh, my first time watching from Jimmy Rainbolt. Hello there. You're new to Twitter, too. Uh, Jack Peterson, someone says. I'm not a fan of Jack Peterson. I don't think he's that much better than the other alternatives. Uh, can we cheers to Dex because, honestly, it's the right move? You know what? I am going to cheer to Dexter Fowler. Uh, I'm going to cheer to Dexter Fowler. Let's start there. Kyle, tell me more about how good Colton Wong was in the second half. He was so good, Tara. And, you know, the thing is, I knew he was good, but I didn't look at the stats. I just knew he was good when he was healthy. So it was cool to see the stats uh, show that. Now, real fast, let's take a step back. Today in the Post-Dispatch, Mr. Derek Gould wrote a great article with firsthand accounts uh, from Mr. Dexter Fowler, from Dexter Fowler's home box office in Los, Ange- or Las Vegas. Uh, and in those comments, he talks about depression. I'm going to take this off already, guys, because, you know, this is going to get serious, and we're going to get serious right away. Uh, It was weird timing for me, because, uh, for those of you who don't know, I deal with my own level of depression. Uh, It's it's hard to explain, but the reason I want to talk about it is two reasons. One, uh, there were some very, very just terrible, terrible Twitter comments after that article came out about how somebody could be, how could somebody be upset they make $15 million to underperform? Uh, Here's the thing about depression. It's a motherfucker. And I'm sorry to get right into the curse words. I've been trying to like curtail my curse words on this. But it's miserable. I'm 32 years old. 
I have a great life that I'm happy with. Uh, I, I get to write for a blog. I'm a, I'm a supervisor, a foreman of a concrete crew. I was aggressive. I'm young. Uh, I, I date, and when I date, it's usually successfully until it ends up falling apart. Uh, I, I'm good. I'm fine. But that didn't stop me from having my first panic attack today out of nowhere in the middle of a coffee shop. That had never happened to me before. And there was not a cause for it. It just kicked up. And you know what? It was debilitating. And it's fucked me up all day. Now, this is me. Imagine being him with being paid $16.5 million. Imagine that pressure that comes with that. And then you're also getting it from Cardinal's Twitter about how shitty you are and how miserable you are. Well, you know what? Good luck running away from that depression. Good luck even with medication getting away from that depression. Uh, it's brutal. It takes over your life. And yes, it's a chemical imb imbalance. And that's fine. And I appreciate the people who go to that is the reason why this stuff happens. But don't even worry about the chemical imbalance part of it. Life is tough. Life is hard. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you make $16 million or if you make $16 an hour or $6 an hour. We need to be there to support each other. And that goes from Twitter uh, and it goes on down, which... Allows me, and I'm sorry to keep ranting, you guys know I love having this the repartee uh, with you guys. But which brings me to like Bernie Nicholas's comments earlier in the week where I just asked Mr. Nicholas, why is it fun? Why do you enjoy like calling people out on Twitter as if they are a, a radical group? Yes, some people are radical. Uh, but to, to defame and defile the name of an entire group of fandom that would like for Bryce Harper to be a cardinal uh, and, and to make them feel small in the process is exactly how we get into these positions where people who are making $15 million or, again, $15 an hour uh, can't get out of their own depressive lives. It's tough. It's miserable. And when the people that we look up to are doing it, it's fucking deplorable. Uh, so that's my rant on that. Look, if you're one of the people who immediately slid into the mentions of SEO Post-Dispatch or Derek Gould and uh, uh, criticized Mr. Fowler for dealing with depression, a depression that he can't run away from because it's inside of him, then fuck you. Uh, you might not deal with depression, but you deal with a mental issue that needs to be addressed by a physician. Don't lie to yourselves. And that's all I have. That's it on that. We'll probably get to it later. Uh, but to everyone that's dealing with shit, which is all of us, I raise my glass. From Sammy Smitty, uh, no words can describe depression in the absolute worst and can consume you completely. That's right. Uh, my wife, over the summer, out of nowhere, started battling panic attacks. Yeah, I, I can't even explain it. Uh, let's see. All right, so let's get let's get down to sports. Uh, so can we, uh, let's see, if they fire Mo and name you GM, what minor leaguers are untouchable from Revy Grill? No one's untouchable, uh, except for Tyler O'Neill, who would no longer be playing baseball. He'd be my pool boy. Uh, real talk, any updates on Shelby Miller from Miller Time 23 I do not have any updates on Shelby Miller. It's kind of been quiet. More than likely, that's the kind of guy who you would see uh, the starting pitcher market and the pitching market thin out before he would sign somewhere. Uh, Khalil Green deserved better. better. I'm gonna again. There, you don't have to look any further than guys who are playing in the major leagues right now, and Zach Greinke and Joey Votto, to understand how hard it is to overcome your own depression issues. Uh, let's see. If Cardinals get Harper, what happens to Jag trade bait? I would think uh, Jose Adolis Garcia, Adolis Garcia, is already trade bait. 
uh, depending on how they want to upgrade. For my buddy, uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Blake Reichert, I'm home from college and I can finally post some photos of my little black golden doodle. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to see him. Any moves made uh, before New Year's? So, you know, I would expect there to be some uh, some relief pitching moves, C70. I, you know, what it'll be, I'm not sure. You know, it seemed like just a week ago we were close to acquiring some type of bullpen help, whether that be on the left side or the right side. Uh, either way, I would expect something in that way. Uh, where will Junior Fernandez start now that he is still a card? It depends. Like, I don't know what the plan is with him. You know, it looked like he was a definite bullpen piece uh, after dealing with an entire year from June to June of shoulder fatigue issues. Uh, I would think that he gets a chance to start out of the bullpen in Memphis, but there's a chance that if they try, they try to stretch him back out to be a starter, he'll start in Springfield. Mazzara could be a solid addition. I like, look, I like Nomar Mazzara. Uh, I would rather have, uh, uh, Hanniger in Seattle. And I think the only way at this point, if you make an upgrade in the outfield, which, by the way, is not gonna happen. Like, I want Dexter, or I want Bryce Harper, but if there's one thing we know now for a fact, uh, it's that they're not going to upgrade that position. And not unless Bryce Harper's price in years fall dramatically. Uh, unfortunately, because it would make the Cardinals better. But that means we are going into the season, unless someone gets hurt, with Ozuna, Bader, and Fowler O'Neill. Uh, so, again, if, if they're going to upgrade, I wouldn't do it no more Mazzara. I would do it Bryce Harper, maybe Hanniger, and maybe some other magical thing. But go ahead and strap yourselves in, because we are fully on board with Fowler O'Neill at this point, even if we don't want to be. Uh, Big G23, I may be late, and this could have already been asked, but thoughts on Wisdom Robinson trade? You know, we didn't talk about that at all. That was a whole weird day. I was involved. Uh, I was trying to sort out some stuff, and I didn't get home until late. Uh, had some high point dinner. Had some high point driving dinner, though. Holy cow, how amazing is that stuff? Um, I think it's a good trade. Look, we can tell that the fan base is frustrated. We can. T I don't know what I'm trying to say. We could tell that the fan base was frustrated because we were already starting to freak out about like one of the last five guys on the thirty or on the forty man being traded for another guy who's going to be a back five guy on the forty man. Look, it's one per position of versatility, one position of redundancy for another position of redundancy. The only difference is this redundancy that has pop uh, is a left-handed bat. So really, it was just trading Patrick Wisdom for Patrick Wisdom, but hitting left-handed. J. Mark Good is gone from St. Louis Sports. That's a good question, Ryan. Uh, you know, my thought is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would think not. I would think that the Cardinals are smart enough to realize now at this point that if they can't like legitimately upgrade on the left-handed side, uh, a legitimate upgrade over J-Mart, that they wouldn't move him. And I don't think they're just going to move him to move him. And I know that they view him as a redundancy, but I would hope that they're not going to just move him to move him. Uh, maybe you can get a solid lefty with a couple years of control for him, uh, but only time will tell. Uh I wouldn't say as good as gone yet. If it didn't happen at the winter meetings, it gives me pause thinking that it might happen. Force Awakens is on TNT, your favorite part of Force Awakens. Uh, Haldo's Maneuver. Easily Haldo's Maneuver. I love the uh, the throne room uh, lightsaber battle. Uh, but that, that little move by Haldo is incredible. Love the passion, dude. This is great. Hey, my, my pleasure. Opening day rotation. You know, this is the thing I tell all the people. What my opening day rotation is, is different than what it will be. What it will be is Seamart. And again, I don't know who's going to start the opening day, if it'll be Seamart or Wayno or Waka or Cy Michaelis or Jack Flaherty. But your starting rotation is Seamart, Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis, Michael Waka, and Adam Wainwright. Unless someone gets hurt. Thoughts on Will Smith as a target, a trade target for the Cardinals? I'm all on board. Again, I don't know how keen I am on trading one year 
uh, to get one year of Will Smith for Jose Martinez at the price that he is for the production he puts up. But I'll be honest, if you could trade Jed Jerko for, for Will Smith, I would do that in a heartbeat. And I love Jed Jerko. Uh, will Seamart be an option as closer from Moondog24? I would not think so, and that would not be in the best interest of the Cardinals. Uh, the best interest of the Cardinals is to, to, in my opinion, is to run with their internal options and have Hudson, Ponce de Leon, and Hicks at the back end, and then Reyes ready to come in and supplement where needed. I love the propaganda piece from Fox Sports Midwest. It was terrible, and that got me more riled up than I thought it would. And every time I thought about it, I got more and more riled up. And as a matter of fact, I'm proud of the Cardinal Masses for turning on them, because that was deplorable. Uh, would love Descalso. He's fine, but he's not an upgrade over J-Mart. Uh, Reyes is closer. That's where I'm at. Yes, I would very much like for Alex Reyes to get a chance to close when he comes back, if he's healthy. Uh, remember, that lat tear that he's coming back from isn't as severe as Jake Peavy, what Jake Peavy went through, and it took Peavy a while to come back. It's going to take Alex Reyes. He, if, if the timetable was right, he had the injury, the surgery, in June. It was six months before he could pitch off of a mound, and uh, that's where we're at right now. So keep in mind that Mr. Reyes is going to take a little bit of time. Uh, what should our expectations be? So my expectations of Alex Reyes is to absolutely have none. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be okay. But that lat surgery is serious. It was bad enough that part of the lat, and I don't know how much, it was a severe tear, uh, a severe strain, which is a tear, uh, a severe tear that needed reattachment to the bone. That's pretty severe in my mind, and I would think it'd be in our best interest to view him as just a little Christmas package hidden behind the tree. Uh, what back-end rotation or proven closer could the cards target? Uh, you know, here's the thing. Go ahead. <laughs> in my mind, they've already signed Bud Norris. Like, think of somebody like that. Like, that's the best option. I was sad to see Tyson Ross walk. I would have loved for the Cardinals to bring Tyson Ross back. Uh, Kaikuchi, the Japanese pitcher, cards have any interest? It's been reported that the Cardinals do have interest in Kaikuchi. Uh, again, my issue with Kaikuchi, uh, Mr. Kuching, is that he is exposed against right-handed hitters. He lets up a lot of the power stats against right-handed hitters, which means that he probably profiles best as the Andrew Miller type out of the bullpen. Uh, it's also been reported that he has like little arm issues here and there. Uh, but yeah, look, if you could bring him in, it wouldn't hurt anything. Uh, thoughts on Craig Kimbrell from Jamie Gee Baseball. Look, I like Craig Kimbrell a lot, and I think we're all underselling just how good he is. I think Craig Kimbrell is incredible. Uh, that's not up the Cardinals' alley. That's not the kind of move that they would, they would make. The last time they made a move like that is Jason Isringhausen, and it paid off uh, in the long run. But this this regime wouldn't do it, I don't think. Uh, you still – oh, so uh, I'd be surprised if Gorman gets to SF this year. Uh, best case, he starts there in 2020. From Travis Janik. You know, Travis, that's a really good point. Uh, I would think that Nolan Gorman has a chance to be at Springfield this year. A chance. Remember, if he rakes in Peoria to start the year, then, you know, you get two months into the year of him hitting – you know, with an OPS of 900, and they'll put, they'll move him. They will not hesitate to be aggressive with him. And he's a prospect, the type of prospect that they will skip Palm Beach. Uh, what do you think caused the FSM uh, thing? Was it a request from the front office? Look, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was a request from the front office. Uh, one of the Fox Sports Midwest employees, I don't know who it is, reached out to C70 Daniel Shaptaw with a uh, 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 like a media release about it. I, I don't know. Look, what I know is. Any way you cut it, it's bad juju. Uh, watching this makes me want to drink too awesome. That's right. Hello, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ace Hole. Hello. Uh, plus, BP arms have become far more volatile in the past 15 years. Yeah, think about all the look. The, Juan Nicasio, uh, all of those like relief pitchers last year, they all pretty much imploded. Even like the good ones had bad years. Wade Davis, you know, like 
It's a tough game. It's a tough business to crack. Should we trade Carp for better all-around players or pitchers? Should we? Look, I don't know. It just depends on what his market would be. If there's a market out there that would blow you away, then yeah, you do it. But the thing is, they're not going to trade Car- uh, uh, um, They're not going to trade Matt Carpenter. There isn't a reason to trade Matt Carpenter. He's really damn good. Uh, and yeah, sure, maybe there was a time when you could do it. But right now, it just doesn't make sense. It, they need Matt Carpenter in this lineup. Do you see Montero cracking the top 100? He will not. Look, uh, if there's one thing we learned earlier in the week, Tyler Mon, who does a great job covering the minor leagues, uh, did his organizational all-stars for the St. Louis Cardinals for MILB.com. And he chose Nolan Gorman as his third baseman. Now, whether that's right or wrong, I'm... I'm going to stay out of that, but what I will tell you is it shows you the national spotlight on Montero. It's definitely faded because, I mean, realistically, sure, Nolan Gorman was great after getting drafted, but who's the best third baseman in the organization uh, that hasn't made a major league debut? It's Alaris Montero. Aliras Montero, pardon me. Uh, that's just how it works. And if, if that year that Aliras Montero had does not get him like an organizational all-star uh, designation by a national outlet, then that goes to show you that he's not valued in like the top 100, even though in my mind, I mean, he's at least a top 150. Uh, let's see. We are the first NL team with two DHs. Yeah, so here's the thing. With Matt Carpenter's playing first base, he's not a DH. He's actually an average to above average first baseman. As a third baseman, because of that arm and his range, it becomes a little dicey, but I have all the face in the world on Carp. Uh, hopefully Goldie and Carp start better than last year. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you could be buried come April time. If Fowler has another down year, what plays out next offseason if we don't make playoffs? It's a great question. You know, it, it depends on what else happens. Does Goldschmidt play well? Does Ozuna play well? Where's Tyler O'Neill? Uh... I would think that those are like the three things that, that would dictate what would happen to Fowler if he has a bad 2019. Uh, where, were you surprised Schrock wasn't taken in the Rule 5? Uh, I was more surprised that Junior Fernandez wasn't taken, but I was very much surprised that Schrock wasn't. Uh, and if anything, that's an indication that those advanced stats that we can't access uh, say that Max Schrock was a lot worse off than he even was statistically uh, in 2018. J-Mart to the Rays for Colin Poche. That would be incredible. Uh, but I got to tell you right now, J-Mart isn't enough to get that guy. He's a stud. I think Bader will improve even more and end the year the everyday center fielder. He's going to start the year as the everyday center fielder. Beginning of last year was interesting because games were being canceled due to snow. I don't even remember that. Jesus. Uh, next position player we're going to see up with St. Louis this year from the minors that hasn't made a major league debut. Uh... <sighs> On the 40-man, I'll say Ramon Urias. Uh, Henesis making MLB at any point. Yeah, next year, Henesis Cabrera will make his major league debut as long as he's healthy, healthy in 2019. We'll just see in what capacity. It all depends on his health. Uh, I saw Schrock play three years in South Carolina. He's Carpenter's range, and John Jay's arms hit well. I kind of like that. What I'll tell you uh, that you might not know, who exactly are the St. Louis Cardinals? That's a great question, Carly. To Carly, welcome to our little uh, our little festivity here. Thank you so much for being here. One thing that people not, might not know about Max Schrock is that he was a very, very poor defensive second baseman with kind of a below-average arm. And last year, last offseason, he put in a ton of work to become a serviceable, major league caliber second baseman, and it paid off. Uh, his range got better, especially to the right, and his arm got stronger. I don't know how it happened, but it did. Uh, Maggie Ladley. Hello, Maggie. Uh, Maggie asked, why is the front office not acting with any sense of urgency given so many people will be up for free agency? It's funny, right? They say they're all in for 2019 and then they don't really do anything other than trade for Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, it's a good question. I wish I could really answer it. I think right now that they're confused about how to handle it. I think that they're, they're trying to figure out the best, uh, the best way to go about it. 
And I think that they understand that, yeah, they're all in for 2019, but I think they're scared to go all in for 2019. Uh, and I think that's what we're seeing right now. I, I, th- maybe our definition of urgency is different than their definition of urgency. Maybe they're working the phone lines harder than they ever have. Of course, something we won't know. Uh, Fish, hello, how are you? Uh, what do you think of Tatis Jr.? Think his hit game power will ever be there? I think Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, is, is a really, really special talent. Uh, I'll tell you that when I watched him play third base, you know, or play the left side of the infield, rather, I wasn't as impressed as maybe some of the stat, the scouts were. Um, but that was just, it could have just been a couple bad games. His swing is beautiful. His, his approach is beautiful. He barrels a lot. What will it be? I'm not sure. Remember, he lost a very important part of his season to a hand injury. Uh, and I don't feel comfortable making an assessment at this point. I think it very well could. If I'm, if I was betting, I would bet that it would, but we'll see. Once Yachty retires in 12 years, who is the face of the franchise? Uh, that'd be, oh, in 12 years, uh, that'll be Yachty or Molina's son. No DH and NL. So I have a completely radical idea. Uh, what's my, Louise15 asks, what's my ideal lineup order? Uh, again, just accepting what we're gonna see on opening day. Carp, Fowler, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, although Ben Cerruti thinks Ozuna should hit 7th or 8th, which is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life, other than that propaganda piece by Fox Sports Midwest and whatever kind of nonsense Bernie Nicholas was spewing earlier in the week. Uh, uh, Ozuna, and then you got to, Yachty's going to bat 5, and then DeYoung, and then Wong, and then Bader. Put Bader at the end. Uh, but DeYoung is between Goldie and Ozuna, and I'll hit 290, 30, 110. That seems crazy to me. How truly good is Helsley chance to start in 2019? He'll start in the minors in 2019. Uh, if he plays at the major league level in 2019, it'll probably be out of the bullpen. But if he's healthy, Ryan Helsley, again, he's better than Dakota Hudson. Not as good as Jack Flaherty. Uh, he's somewhere in that range, depending on how confident he is in his own shit. Uh, Yachty for manager once he retires. I think that everyone would love that. So my radical idea about the DH and pitchers hitting is to eliminate it. Eliminate the DH, eliminate pitchers hitting, try out eight hitters in a lineup. Uh, does Mo check in with Ozuna to make sure shoulder is okay in, 20, in 2019? Yeah, so that's the other thing. I've seen people talk about re-signing Ozuna. Uh, first off, it's not going to happen because Scott Boris is his agent. And second off, you don't want to re-sign Ozuna until you see how he's recovered from surgery on his shoulder. Uh, I would not offer him a contract until I can see that he can consistently make that throw from left field. And again, it's pointless to even talk about an Ozuna extension or re-signing him yet because he's a Scott Boris client. Kyle, my fiance, says, hi, from B. Rick 4. Sup, girl, how you living? Uh, or, sub boy, how you living? Uh, wouldn't it make more sense to trade Ozuna if the cards won Harper? Yeah, it, I mean, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, here's the thing. You're talking about one year of a guy who had kind of a down year following his 2017 season. More closely resembles the five years prior to the 2017 season. Uh, so... Does it make more sense? Maybe. It just depends on what kind of return you would get, and it doesn't matter because the Cardinals aren't going to do it. Uh, I like it, though. Uh, uh, Tyler Thurman says, no way Fowler starts. Uh, we'll see. Oh, yeah, Scott Boris hates us with a passion. Thanks to Fox Sports Midwest. How many more failed years before Mo, Mo is gone? Is he bringing in the money? Uh, will winning matter? So, on a traditional team and a traditional organization, we might be talking about John Mazalak losing his job. But what we lose track of is fans is that Mo is just following the directive of his boss, which is the owner, Bill DeWitt. Uh, he continues to fill the seats. He continues to put out a winning product, even if that product hasn't made the playoffs in three years. And he's doing it to the, the, the wishes, to the T, that Mr. DeWitt asks for. And uh, that, that's that. How many more years? 
in my opinion, you're talking about losing seasons and you're talking about attendance drop before it happens. Any Shaq cards didn't bring Adams back for four mil uh, from Ben Mazzara? Not for me. No, that's a uh, again. Uh, you when you get Paul Goldschmidt, then that eliminates the need for a first baseman in any capacity. Uh, most especially with Jay Martin's carp. Uh, let's see. Most job is to make the wit money. That's simple. That's right. Uh, is Robinson our lefty bat from B Love? Hello, B Love. How are you, my friend? He is a lefty bat. Uh, he so you know when you looked at the depth chart before the Robinson trade, the wisdom for Robinson trade. The next lefty in the organization was Tommy Edmond, and I believe in Tommy Edmond. I think Tommy Edmond is going to have a really solid major league career as a utility player, but he doesn't have pop, and that's one thing that Robinson has. Uh, so, look, if things don't work out, he has a chance for sure. Somebody said Marwin Gonzalez. Again, Marwin's going to want more than just that like little role that the Cardinals can offer him. Our loyalty will be our downfall. I think that there's a chance of that. Any chance Nick Plummer has a bounce back year? Yeah. Yeah, so both Nick Plummer and Bryce Denton could both have bounce-pack years. Remember, especially, well, you know, Denton missed a lot of time because of injury. But remember, Nick Plummer is, while he, he's in his fourth year in the organization or whatever, he lost two years to injury. So keep that in mind. Does Rick Ankiel have any chance for 2019? Yeah, but it's a late chance. Uh, laugh out loud at the sell the cards, which I hope is sarcasm. We're not as bad as the Suns uh, yet. Laugh my ass off. Yeah, look, we're all just fiery, and we wanted the Cardinals to get better, and we wanted them to get better with with Bryce Harper, and now we realize it isn't going to happen, and we're all heartbroken, and we're getting uh, aggressive. Uh, Plummer is Rule 5 after this year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Whatever happened to Alan Craig? Alan Craig, Carly, is uh, in the... You know, he's a minor league free agent, I think. How screwed will we be? And by the way, he had a really good second half in the Padres organization last year, and uh, it didn't result in a September call-up. Kind of broken. Uh, hi, Kyle. Is it ridiculous of me to be overly positive about this team? I feel close to 98 wins. I think feeling that it's a 98-win team uh, when it all it's gained is Paul Goldschmidt and moved Carpenter to third and hasn't addressed the bullpen and lost Tyson Ross, which was a really important part of the September run and August run. Uh, I think 98 is a little crazy. Uh, I was talking with Ben Cerruti yesterday. He thinks they're a 96-win team. I think that's borderline crazy. Uh, I think, again, to me, this is how I look at it. Paul Goldschmidt made this team an 88-win team on the bottom end. Uh, I think that everything has to go exactly right to get to 96 wins or 98. I think more realistically, you're talking about a 90-93-win to 93 win team. I don't think that's crazy. Uh, but 96 wins without addressing the left side of the bullpen in particular, it, I, I think I think that's a little aggressive. And remember, the, the Cardinals have better options than guys like Mike Mayers and... and uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll just say Mike Mayers for now on the right side, and they're probably going to go into the season with Mike Mayers and Luke Gregerson pitching out of the right side of the bullpen. Uh, you're you're acting with a disabled bullpen from the get go if that's what you're doing. Goldie, Yachty, Marp, and Ozuna could all be gone in two years. They could all be gone next year. Uh, somebody said Tebow will trade. Will Chase and Shreve make the team? As of right now, Chase and Shreve and Brett Cecil are your lefties out of the bullpen. Uh, let's see. Bullpen roulette uh, will determine so much. That's it. So again. The Cardinals win 22 games in August, right? 22 and 6. And then they go 12 and 15 in September. What was the difference? Well, part of it was Mike Schilt went to that traditional Mike Matheny type bullpen management, where all of a sudden he was using the same guys day in and day out. The other important thing was that Carlos Martinez went from being the fire stopper to being the closer. Uh, and that changed some of the dynamic of the bullpen. You gotta be smart about how you use your bullpen. Uh, and if guys aren't ready to go, remember Daniel Ponce de Leon could have been a very important part of the bullpen in September, and he was basically not pitched for weeks on end. Uh, you gotta use your bullpen, you gotta use it right. And, uh, you know, he went to Bud Norris a lot, and Bud Norris wasn't ready. So what I would say is, 
I'm apprehensive about this team because of how Mr. Schilt handled the bullpen come down in September. If Cardinals had Britton or Miller, do they think uh, outright release Cecil? I don't think so. I really don't. Remember, Cecil still has two more years. He doesn't just have one more year. I think Gregerson is more likely to get moved at that point, especially because of the right-handed pitching depth. Uh, but we'll see. What can we do as fans to get the front office to listen to us? Absolutely nothing. Look, it, you can stop watching Fox Sports Midwest. You can stop going to the games. You can stop buying the merchandise. Uh, but here's the thing. As long as the Cardinals are winning, uh, if they're winning and if they're making money, Mr. Mazalak's going to keep his job. And he should keep his job because he's great. It's just right now, uh, the front office and the ownership is wrong about not going and getting Bryce Harper. Could Ponce de Leon fill Tyson Ross's role from last year from Kiefer D. Roach? That's a really interesting concept and a really great idea, and it's something that I'm on board for. But the problem is, that's the kind of role that you can't have all year, right? You're talking about an end of August to September role. That, 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 like, that's the practical version. I would like Daniel Ponce de Leon to get a chance to be a back end of the bullpen piece out of spring training. Uh, at least, I think that that suits him well. But yeah, that's a good move, Keeper. I didn't quit here. Uh, did you say we have two years of Gregerson? Two years of Cecil? One more year of Gregerson. Uh, but Gregerson has an option year and a buyout. I think I remember it being said that the front office told Schilt to use bullpen aggressively. Yeah, and he was at first, and then he kind of went back to uh, the Mike Matheny anyway. Does Lane Thomas have a place here? As of right now, no. But remember... If Ozuna plays like shit, and Fowler plays like shit, and Bader plays like shit, and O'Neal plays like shit, Thomas is on the 40-man. Uh, which pitcher is most likely to add a pitch to their arsenal from Maggie Ladley? Great question, Maggie, as always. Uh, you know, so here's the thing. First and foremost, Jordan Hicks, right? And the minors, Jordan Hicks threw a curveball, and he threw a changeup. And his curveball was lights out, and he hasn't really gone to it. Uh, i got to be careful about what I say. He's been told to go with slider fastball. And he's called slider fastball. But I think you're going to see, with a little bit of refining, Jordan Hicks throw that curveball more, throw a changeup more, and really diversify his arsenal. Do you think Jag will see playing time with St. Louis next year if he isn't traded? I would think right now, with Jag, Justin Williams, and Lane Thomas on the 40-man, that Lane Thomas would get the first call to the majors in an outfield position uh, if an outfield position came open. And the reason I think that, uh, if there was playing time every day, is because Jag is just too sink or swim. And Lane Thomas is quick. He's not as fast as Jag, uh, but he has like a similar skill set. It seems like Harper is somewhat interested in us, but management doesn't care. Look, there's nothing about anything that Bryce Harper has done or said that would say that he's interested. Uh, I think that's a little bit of projecting. What's Gio Gallegos' role next year? Probably start the year at AAA. I would like to see him get a chance to break with the big club, uh, but he would be the, he would have the John Brebier role probably up and down all year. Uh, let's see. If you had to bet who gets the ball in the ninth on opening day, who is it? I'll say Jordan Hicks. So a young Uncle Charlie, nephew Charlie from Maggie Ladley. Oh, hey, that's funny. That's uh, 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 I have an Uncle Charlie who just passed away about two and a half years ago, and I have a cousin Charlie. Uh, but yes, uh, a young Uncle Charlie for the the, the curveball. Uh, if we re-sign Goldie, what are the odds of we sign Arenado? I, look, I would think that if they re-sign Goldie, they're going to stay their cheap selves. Uh, all of their outfielders have astonishingly low floors. That's not ideal. <sighs> their outfielders lack diversity for sure. All right, I need so we're drinking tonight. We're drinking Buffalo Trace. Thoughts on Mateo Gill as a hitter pitcher? Well, I put Mateo Gill on my top five position rankings as a shortstop. Uh, he played as a shortstop. I think he has a good fallback as a pitcher, but he's a lot more athletic and a lot better of a hitter from an approach standpoint than I realized when the Cardinals drafted him. Uh, I think he's 17 at draft, 18 now, and I think we should, you know, be a little apprehensive about him. 
But I would think that he has a potential to be every bit as good as Delvin Perez had the potential to be. Uh, that's how, kind of how I view it. Again, you're talking about a guy who was at the Gulf Coast League who took a plenty of walks, struck out a little too much, uh, needs to put on some weight. He's a quick twitch athlete who looks like he's going to be able to stick at shortstop. But let's let him get a little bit more time underneath him. Uh, should have re-signed Joe Kelly, to be honest. I think everyone would have been happy with that. Uh, uh, but that's a lot of money for Joe Kelly. 325 good for him. Won't we have to overpay for Arenado, too? So that's, that's a great point from uh, Gladly Somebody. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so it's been reported that the Cardinals have more interest in Arenado than Harper. They view him as a, 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 a better fit than Harper. They'd have to overpay him. And look, I don't view the Cardinals getting into a bidding war. If they're not willing to go into a bidding war for a guy like Bryce Harper in his age 26 year, then I don't think they're going to go into a bidding war for a guy in their age 29 year, especially when they're more interested in Paul Goldschmidt. They like the boring players. Uh, besides Harper, any moves you could see that could make the cards legit contenders this year? Uh, Will Smith is a good start. Uh, look, I would like for them to clean out the entire left side of their bullpen. Just swallow the million that they're going to have to give Shreve. Swallow those however much uh, Cecil is due for. What is that, like $14 million? Uh, and I would like for them to get Watson. I would like for them to get uh, Will Smith for sure. And then Oliver Perez or Tony Sip. Look, they need to redo the left side completely. Uh, let's see, Jay Ferks here, Machado it is, that's right, I would like, I would like him, but now who do you, where do you even do there? FMK, Gould, Nicholas, and Saxon, uh, you would have to marry Gould, cause he's the only one you can tolerate for a long time. I'd like to revenge fuck that Saxon, and, uh, then I guess I'd have to mur murder Bernie, sorry Bernie. I need to get my Barclay on the pad, oh, I love Barclay. Uh, start to go fund me for Kyle, some glasses so he can see better, I refuse to wear glasses. Uh, Edmundo Sosa, high ceiling, what's his real place in STL? So, if I had to pick a role for Edmundo Sosa, he's more Ryan Jackson, Tyler Green than he is anything else. Uh, we kind of saw the kind of hitter he is uh, in spring training. Uh, we kind of saw how he is in September, although he was mostly pinch running and kind of defense, didn't really have much of a taste. That's his most likely outcome. He's a very solid fielder. He has a substantial amount of pop that's sneaky. Uh, and he's working on a swing change that he's new to, only about a year old, that's getting better and evolving, but hasn't quite met it. So... What's his, is he a high ceiling guy? I don't view him as a high ceiling guy. Uh, he is kind of what he is. Uh, what's Montero's ceiling? So again, I think that Montero's ceiling is something similar to a healthy Alan Craig. What will it take to re-sign Goldie? My guess is six years, 162. Oh my God, a Ryan Jackson reference. Yeah. Kyle was blind love for Cardinals. No, that's right, baby. Uh, who are the most excited? Who are you most excited about in the farm system? Well, from like who's closest to the majors? I'm, I've, I've never been. I've been. Let me rephrase this. I've been very vocal about my love for Ryan Helsley. I've been very vocal about my love for Randy Rosarena and Andrew Kisner. Uh, I, it's kind of like my trifecta of love. I love those guys a great deal. Um, I, if we're talking about down the line, I'm anxious to see what kind of 2019 we got out of Malcolm e. Nunez and John Torres. Uh, if we're talking about 2019 at the higher levels, look, I want to see a healthy Ryan Helsley and Genesis Cabrera. Uh, save money now, sign Arenado and Goldschmidt next year. Uh, we'll see. Uh, look, if you don't, th the Cardinals aren't. Se when was the last time the Cardinals seriously pursued? Uh, well, I take that back. That's that's a misstep on my part. I was going to say, when was the last time they seriously pursued a free agent? They, they did it with Hart Hayward. They did it with Price. It uh, just didn't work. But it, I can't imagine them pursuing two in one offseason. Can Reyes come back as a closer in the middle of the season? There's a chance of that. But remember, coming back from that lat surgery is not going to be easy. We have to wait to see what his velocity does. We have to wait and see if he recovers from it. Trade for Matt Chapman from 70s Bush. 
Yeah, I would love that too, but you have to ask yourself, the A's who operate at a budget, why would they trade Matt Chapman? Uh, do Gorman, Montero, and Baker ever start in the same lineup in St. Louis? I will say no, it never happens. Uh, not unless a DH finds its way to the, NH- uh, the NL, the NHL. Uh, favorite random minor league player from the real RW22, uh, Chase Pender. Uh, why are you trying to stop cursing less on here? Don't go WWE PG era on us. I'm just trying to do it because honestly, like it dawned on me a little while back, is the uh, the uh, all Paul DeYoung that that Maddie, who's like 14 years old, was on here. Uh, that uh, maybe I should curtail exactly what I say. But you guys know me. Uh, we get about 10 minutes in, and I'm dropping the F bomb. So fuck it, you know. You kicked me in the nuts for the when did we when did they go after a star and get him in free agents a few weeks ago? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, the DH in the NHL would be amazing. I think so, too. Uh, curse it up. Uh, let it fly. That's right. Um, yeah, so the circumstances are different. And plus, sometimes I just like to play devil ad- devil's advocate on here. And they did. Look, again, I stopped myself because I was wrong about it. So there you go. Doug Vaughn said my name is this week. Will Kyle Reese follow suit from Ryan Reynolds? Uh, that's true. Uh, so am I not supposed to talk about how hot Flaherty's girlfriend is? Let's talk more about how hot the sister is. Hello, Flaherty sisters. Girlfriend, sister. Uh, they're the Bergmans or some shit like that, and they bake. And check them out on Twitter. And somebody tagged them in here. DeWitt is the guy that comes out to drink with you, then acts like he forgets his wallet. Uh, DeWitt's the guy who comes out to drink with you and has a 20. And you've been drinking for six hours, and you're like, dude, that doesn't even cover the tip. Can O'Neill suit up for the Blues? Yeah, I would love to see him play hockey. Uh, would you roundhouse kick your mother if it meant the Cardinals signed Harper? I'd roundhouse kick my mom for free. Just talk shit about Bernie and Saxon. I'm not going to do that. Look... I'm not going to do that. Uh, is O'Neill going bye-bye? I would not think so, especially now with that propaganda piece from Fox Sports Network. Uh, and also, he's important because now he's their backup center fielder. Flaherty's sister's girlfriend's sister from Graham. No, Flaherty's girlfriend's sister right there. Uh, DeWitt is Allen from Two and a Half Men. Uh, when would a Kisner position change take place? If it does, my guest Patrick Biesel, you know, last uh, spring training, Mr. Kisner spent quite a bit of time uh, on the backfields working at first base, my guess is it would be the very last minute of his development. Someone please explain the FSM Fox Sports Midwest piece. I'm not going to. Someone else is going to have to. What's Gersh's role besides sitting at the table when Mo is making a decision? So I've, I've actually asked about that, and what I've been told, uh, what I've been told, I don't know how accurate it is, is think about it like this way. Think about it this way, right? Uh, Mr. Mazalek has... Uh, uh, a relationship with X amount of GMs, and so does Mr. Gersh. And they both kind of work the room in their own way. Now, uh, you're, you've noticed that Mr. Gersh is starting to be a little bit more front and center in the media. That's by design. And something that I even asked Mo about at the last UCB, it's tough for him to relinquish that role. And think about it this way. Like, if you're at a press conference and the Cardinals just signed a guy, like, are they traded for a guy like Paul Goldschmidt? And the press is going to ask a question. Are they going to ask the president of baseball operations who signed off on the deal? Or are they going to ask Michael Gersh? It's just like at work. Are you going to ask the worker? Or are you going to ask the supervisor to give you the answers? Uh, do you have beer koozie merch? We do not. That'd be great. Write it down. Uh, hey, Joe's here. To Joe. Real fast. Joe had a baby a little while ago. I'm going to raise my glass. But also our good friend Steel Orwig just had, uh, he and his wife just had their first kid, uh, a lovely daughter. Uh, just amazing work going on by the Pad Faithful by Cardinals Twitter to reproduce. Uh, keep it going. Keep that bang, yo. Should Shreve grow a, Bre- a Brebbia beard? Everyone should grow a Brebbia beard. 
Uh, same as Cubs with Theo. The Fox Sports Midwest. Uh, okay. Uh, will Fox Sports Midwest convince Goldschmidt to go with a single number? Oh no. Uh, pad short glasses. Uh, <laughs> pad shot glasses make it happen. Uh, if Yachty hits the DL at any time this year, do they call up Kisner? It depends on who they get to be Yachty's backup. And remember, Kisner would have to be added to the 40-man, and that 40-man's full right now. I would like to think it would happen, maybe a chance. Trade for Matt Strom from the Padres? Sure, why not? Bring in everyone. Uh, Brebby's beard in Japan was not good. I think it was great. How dare you? I know Mo was a burner account to tune into these. I can't, I can't talk about that. Am I the only one that thinks the Cubs are kind of imploding? I think that between all of their coaches that are leaving, leaving for other jobs or just taking absences, uh, between some of the weird moves that they've made, uh, the money that they have tied up in like guys like Cole Hamels and Quintana, uh, I think that there's a chance that they could be imploding, but they're going to have a healthy, at least a presumed, a presumed healthy Chris Bryant, which I didn't really have last year. Snapbacks. So, STL Cup of Joe, I'm glad you're saying that. Uh, the Cardinals gifts actually is going to have some pad snapbacks for sale here in just a little bit. We're trying to work it out. There's only going to be like five of them, so it's going to be first come, first serve. Uh, do you think Tim Tebow will ever see the bigs? Hopefully not, but maybe. Oh, wait, somebody, uh, let's see, uh, answer the Terry Fuller question. Uh, how much of a difference will Albert, the hitting coach, make? And go from uh, Cardinal Topher. There's a very good chance that he w that he will. So what we know about Jeff Albert is that he's highly respected throughout baseball. Uh, everyone views that as a great pickup for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, he's a Tommy Pham thinks highly of him. Everyone in the Astros organization thinks highly of him. I would think that it has an impact. What impact has yet to be seen? We're just going to have to wait to see how it all plays out. Look. Uh, I just don't know, but I have high expectations. Uh, but Theo is a genius, guys. Pad booth at winter warm-up this year. Holy shit, is that an option? Holy cow. Pad booth, booth, WWU. Uh, can I believe we haven't seen you, uh, your beer cannon yet? Who do people want at winter warm-up more, Kyle or Dexter? I would think that there's a portion of the fans that would like to just yell at Dexter Fowler more than they would like to see me. A higher ceiling, Thomas or Edmund uh, Thomas for sure. What do you think of Terry Fuller? I love Terry Fuller. But remember, he lost all of his first full season, almost all of his first full season, because of a shoulder injury. Uh, he never really was committed to baseball before then. He has tremendous raw power, and he's fun to watch in a home run derby. Uh, but with missing this first year because of a shoulder injury, I have no thoughts or feelings about him. There's a reason he fell to the 15th round. What I know is that he's raw, and he's talented, and... Maybe with health, we could be talking about him in a year or so, but not any sooner than that. Uh, let's see. Will Terry Fuller see the bigs? I mean, if you're wagering, like there's like a 5% chance of it happening, 10%. Uh, at this very moment, we'll see what the next year looks like. Do you think the front office got Dex to change schedules so he would attend winter warm-up uh, for the Fox Sports Midwest piece? My guess is, look, this is all speculation. I would think that Mr. Fowler wanted to be a part of it, probably talked about being a part of it, probably saw the reception to the the article that Mr. Gould wrote and thought, you know what, now's the time to do it, probably talked to his friends uh, that were getting married in Mexico, probably saw a window that he didn't see the first time, probably made more of an effort, and he made it happen. Look, let's not question the reason he's doing it. Let's just be grateful he's there, and let's be supportive uh, to him for it. Will Schrock or Urias get more time at second in Memphis? My guess is uh, Urias, depending, well, now that Patrick Wisdom isn't there, it depends on what happens with Robinson, who might play the outfield a little bit more. My guess is that Urias is, they're, they're doing exactly what they did at Springfield last year, right, with Edmund, Urias, 
uh, uh, and Sosa, and, and now with Schrock, where all of those guys are rotating. The plan going into the season last year was for Schrock to get more time at third base, and it never really happened. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see. I would think that all of those guys are going to rotate like they did last year. Uh, B-O-F-A, I don't know, uh, uh, I don't know what that is, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I said something stupid, which is probably more than likely. Eric Thomas, hey, what's up? Uh, really hope Wong, uh, Buffett, he's nuts, ha! Hope, hope Wong stays healthy, me too. Uh, love me some Shrock, a lot of people do. J-Mart, op, J, uh, Jose Martinez options. Uh, his option is to be a bench player or to be traded, pretty much. Uh, who do you think is gonna be the Bravic Valera of spring training this year? You mean the Yairo Munoz of spring training this year? You mean the Harrison Bader of spring training this year? Uh, I will say Edmundo Sosa. The Mets GM was Tim Tebow's agent. Tim Tebow will be in the majors at some point. Maybe, but I could care less. I couldn't care less. Uh, will Goldie be the new Matt Holiday? I don't know what you mean by that. If you mean a solid product, uh, producer in the middle of the lineup for a year, then the answer is yes. If Dex has a great year, a lot of people are going to act like they knew it was coming, I'm sure is what you're saying, or they predicted it. You're right. But what's going to be even more interesting is even if Dexter Fowler has a good year, how many people are still going to like trash on him uh, because of the way he runs out in the outfield? Uh, if and when Wayno doesn't work out, who takes the fifth spot? We'll have to see how it all pans out. We'll have to see who breaks in the bullpen. At this point, I would think it would be Dakota Hudson. Uh, but it might be Henesis Cabrera. It might be Ryan Helsley. All three of those guys are on the 40-man, and it just depends on how their roles break out in the offseason. Any, uh, any minor league free agents you would want? No, I'm not. I don't know. Just no. The best scenario for Dex would be for him to tear his ACL in spring training. I disagree. That's kind of fucked up for real. The best scenario for Dexter Fowler is to play all season like he did in 2017. Can we audition, uh, oh, shut up a bitch. Can we audition, uh, our dogs to be cards mascots? Al wins already, Maggie. Uh, Gomber should be the fifth guy. Yeah, maybe. Look, I love Austin Gomber. You guys know that. I would be very much for that. John Gant deserves a chance. Uh, the Cardinals have plenty of options. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with all that depth. Uh, Braden Brown says, wait, Genesis is a starter. Yeah, he's a great fucking starter. He's legitimately good. He's better than anyone but me and Joe give credit for. Uh, and it, it's kind of, it's kind of annoying, honestly. Like, he's great in the, in the, uh, Caribbean Winter League that he's in, pitching against, you know, closer to AAA, but basically AA talent. Uh, not major league talent. He's been great. And he has the potential to be a very solid bullpen piece. But to give up on him as a starter at this point is dumb. Uh, but keep in mind, I was saying the same shit about uh, uh, Jordan Hicks this time last year, and it worked out. I'm just saying you wait until the very last minute to move Genesis, Genesis uh, from the starting rotation, especially when he could end up being a very, very, very monstrous starting pitcher. No one appreciates Genesis for how good he is, and he is really fucking good. Seriously, figure out who it is and ban them. Uh, has Genesis Cabrera Command gotten better? The, so one thing that people need to understand, so uh, there's a couple things about Genesis Cabrera that people should probably start to understand. First is he had mechanical issues leading up until la this, the beginning of this season that caused him to throw every pitch a little differently. And sometimes fastball to fastball, his mechanics would be weird. Uh, but he did a lot of work this past year to make it happen, to get better mechanically. And, and you saw it. You saw it especially at the end of the year. But, and I, I tweeted about this before with Genesis Cabrera, when you watch the games, he's one of those unique talents that has a tendency to fool umpires. Uh, again, Alex Reyes had this. Uh, Jaime Garcia, Jack Flaherty. Uh, Dakota Hudson never did, and that's, I've seen it happen with Ryan Helsley. Anyways, 
Because of how nasty their stuff is, the AAA umpires, the AA umpires, they give up on it. They're not ready for it because they don't see it a lot. And that leads to his command issues. Uh, remember, look at it this way, right? As bad as Major League umpires can be, when Alex Reyes made his Major League debut, when he was close, he was getting strikes. Uh, those are the kind of pitches that you don't get as strikes in the minor leagues when you're throwing a curveball uh, back door or a slider back door. Hoping to see Cabrera and or Helsley pitch when Memphis comes to Nashville. I hope that they're both in the starting rotation for you. Uh, let's see. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Uh, let's see. Will O'Neal wear Prince Albert on his jersey for Players Weekend? Oh, God, I sure hope so, Maggie. Please. Uh, or Bro-Neal. I'd be happy with Bro-Neal. That'd be good. Hey, Shelton Mysterio retweeted. That's good work. Thank you, Shelton. Welcome to our little shindig. Let's start a GoFundMe to take Mr. Boris to dinner. Uh, bribes work. I would love that. Any word on what Roberts tested positive for? He tweeted out that it was cannabis. I love that he called it cannabis instead of weed or pot or marijuana. Uh, look, it's pot, yo. And a growing number of states are making it legal recreationally. Uh, if he has a problem, he has a problem. Yes, he tested positive twice. We don't know the frequency of the tests. Oh, look, I've never smoked pot in my life. I've never tried it. I've never been interested. I had back surgery and shoulder surgery. I didn't take the pain medication either time. Uh, that sort of thing ain't my bag. But it's just pot. And all my friends smoke. All of your friends smoke. Uh, let's not get weird about it. And, you know, I wrote about it for, for Birds on the Black. The fact that it's even a rule that gets the kid suspended is bullshit. Uh, if he were in the Major League Players Association, he would not. Major League Baseball Players Union, Players Association, he, would, he wouldn't even have got suspended for it. It's just another example of, of the lack of representation that minor league players have that really hurts their, their, their rights. They have no fucking rights, and no one's outraged by it but me. A pot is good and good for you. I don't know about that, but it does have good... Um, uh, it does have, it does have, sorry, I've started reading questions. Pot, I, look, it's been proven to have good, like, positive effects on the brain, especially for CTE. It relieves anxiety for some, uh, but they're still testing it and they're still finding out more and more about it. As Maggie mentioned just a little while ago, how fucked up is it that Addison Russell gets 40 games at the major leagues for beating a fucking, for fucking beating a woman, which is a fucking, he should be in fucking prison for, and yet a 22 year old from Wake Forest smokes a little cannabis and loses 50 games. Uh, and probably won't get paid for that shit either, which is fucked up. Uh, let's see. Uh, no rights, and they do not get paid very well. Yeah, they get paid miserably, Kiefer Dean Roach. You know that I talk about that a lot. I think it's a travesty and a tragedy that the way that minor leaguers get, get, get jobbed. And the reason that they get jobbed, the reason that they have to deal with these ridiculous rules and double standards and bad pay is because they don't have proper representation, and the owners get them cheap. Don't kid yourself. Minor league players are indentured servants. They have indentured servitude, and they have to deal with indentured servitude because the public perception is that they're doing it to chase their dream. Uh, it's an option at that point from the public perception vantage point, uh, and it's a goddamn shame. Uh, uh, legalize it. Yeah, sure, legalize it. I don't care. We keep hearing about how much money the cards have, but they run the club like they're the Royals. Hold on. So Forbes every year gives their valuation of how much the club makes and how much they spend. You can tell how much they spend, but because they're not a publicly traded company, there's no guarantee that those those numbers are correct. Don't forget that. Yes, we can assume and probably assume properly that uh, uh, the Cardinals are making money hand over fist, but we don't know for sure. Absolutely, I make more than minor league minimum wage, and I'm broke as hell. 
That's true. Uh, shit, I gotta run to Walmart. Anyone need anything? Uh, give me some spandex? Uh, what do you think about Mike Miner for the bullpen? Lance Dance, Mike Miner would be one of the guys that I would love. Uh, I would bet that he makes too much money for the Cardinals, but that's only because I'm feeling extremely bitter right now. I would love Mike Miner for that role. Uh, he said Royals and you almost puke because I'm thinking about Mike Matheny. Only the guys taken in the first few rounds are comfortable throughout their development. That's not even true either. Look, look at it this way, right? A guy signs for a bonus of $2.5 million. Half of that gets taxed. We'll say 40% of that gets taxed. So what does he make? Like 1.7? And then he has to pay an agent. Uh, and then even then, you're not making enough money at the lower levels to live comfortably. You're just weaning off of that. So comfortably, as compared to other minor leaguers, yeah. But comfortably, no. Absolutely not. Uh, not even remotely. Not even remotely. Uh, what the fuck did they punish? Let's see. Any word on what Roberts tested positive? Well, Neil went <laughs> Uh, who's going to be the Jeremy Hazelbaker of this season from Tara Wellman? Uh, if I had to, Drew Robinson would be my guess, right? He makes the most sense. Hopefully Ron Hell Ravello gets a chance, but even he's buried now at this point. Uh, to Ron Hell Ravello. Sorry, I need extra water, guys. Uh, he's going to Walmart to get beer. Oh, Izzy, Jay Fur, get that beer, brah. Uh, I could use some Greek yogurt. I know some minor league players who got jobs during the offseason. All minor league players get jobs during the offseason. As a matter of fact, there's a great story here about Randy Rosarena. You guys know I love Randy. Well, Randy has spent two straight years playing in the Mexican Winter League, and he needs rest, but he can't get rest. And you want to know why he can't get rest? The reason is because he gets paid to play in the Mexican Winter League, and he has a son, and he's trying to provide as best as he can for his son. And even though he signed, I, I want to say it was a, a two, it was like a $1.5 million signing bonus, somewhere between $1.5 and $2.5 million signing bonus. Uh, even then, he needs that money to raise his son. And the reason he needs that money to raise his son is because he doesn't make any money as a minor leaguer aside from that bonus that he got. And it's hurting his chances to make the major leagues. That's the decision that a lot of these minor leaguers have to make, and it's bullshit. Uh, that's why all MLB play players stay 10 to a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Uh, why the fuck are people acting like Brantley isn't good, dude's a stud and on an on-base machine? Well, remember, uh, there was a time when we could say the same thing about Dexter Fowler, right? He's an on-base mach uh, machine and he's a stud. I don't think anyone's acting like Michael Brantley's not good, but I think what we're saying is, for that price, uh, is it really worth giving up on Fowler and O'Neill? Especially when it only really makes sense if you're going to give up on Fowler and O'Neill to, uh, uh, you know, get Bryce Harper or someone like that. And by someone like that, I mean he's the only one like that. Uh, but, I, again, if, if you're getting that, if you're hearing people say Brantley's trash, then they're misinformed, they're bad, he's really good. It's just that on this roster, with the roster the way it's constructed, it doesn't make sense to bring someone like Michael Brantley in. Uh, unfortunately, because he would, he would be a great fit in the organization if he was healthy all the time. Uh, plus, Brantley doesn't play right field. Look, Brantley has an average arm. He'd be able to play right field. Uh, how did Kutch get such a cush deal with Harper? Is still on the market? It's a great question because the Phillies have been very vocal about saying that they're not afraid to spend money and spend it dumbly. Jake uh, Cards fan says, I don't care if Fowler hits 200. I just want him to be mentally healthy. Amen to that. Uh, you think paying minor leaguers uh, more than anyone else would be a benefit to your franchise? I would agree. But I've heard somebody else make a counter-argument to that, and I don't remember what it was, but I thought, yeah, that actually makes sense. Uh, Brantley isn't good because we need to stop being the highest bidder on middling players. I like that outlook, Maggie. Uh, if we lose the Rams and Harper to L.A., it's time to scrap. <laughs> uh, what is the best possible move the Cardinals can do to save their offseason a reputation? 
nothing. They they can overspend for Miller and Britain. That wouldn't go well. Uh, they could get Machado, and that's not going to happen. Uh, there's nothing that they could do. Will Smith is good, but uh, they've already tarnished their reputation. There's going to be little things that they can do to make their team better, but as far as reputation, the reputation looks bad right now. The only thing that's, that helps the reputation is winning. It doesn't make sense to be interested in Brantley and not Harper. Yeah, I don't know if that's the conversation we were having, though. Cargo on a one-year deal doesn't make any sense at all. I'd rather have uh, one year of Tyler O'Neill and see what happens if you're going to go in any other option uh, uh, than Dexter Fowler. Why are you poking us in the eye? Uh, I'm sorry about that. Because I, I, I realized for the first time last week that I can scroll the questions. Uh, you need to moisturize, moisturize those fingers, dude. Why don't you come over here and moisturize them for me? And I mean that sincerely. My address is readily available. What percentage of the current uh, Major League players' salaries would solve the minor league problem, 1%. I don't know about that. Look, we can speculate 1%, 5%, 10%, a million percent. Uh, I, I don't know. But what I know is uh, if you're talking about taking profits from the owners, you would take, need to take the smallest minimal price to double the wages of the minor leaguers, and it's something that they should do. Uh, who is the most expendable with most trade value? What could they net? The most expendable... No one. I, if you're talking about with the most trade value, look, I question J-Mart's trade value. I question Jed Jerko's trade value. Uh, I don't view Wong as expendable. I don't view DeYoung as expendable. I would think Harrison Bader has a potential to be expendable, but the Cardinals don't really have a natural center fielder, so it would be hard to trade Bader, even though his value is high right now. Uh, uh, Fowler's value is tainted. Ozuna's tainted. Uh, Carpenter's somewhat tainted. Look, I think the Cardinals are... Carlos Martinez is tainted. Cy Michaelis has one year. Maybe you can get a high value for him. Uh, Jack Flaherty, but he's not expendable at all. Neither is Michaelis, neither is Carlos Martinez. Uh, the Cardinals have kind of painted themselves in a hole. Or in a corner, rather. Jose Martinez will be on the team next year. I hope so. Uh, if you could make, uh, if you could make one more move this offseason, what would it be? I'd add two lefties that are better than your current options. Uh, Will Smith would be one of them, and then Oliver Perez or someone like that. Do the MLB players support supporting the minor leaguers? If the major league players supported supporting the minor leaguers, it already would have happened. I'm out, y'all. Happy holidays to you, Travis Janik. Happy holidays. I will riot if they trade Bader. The dude is out of one of the few entertaining players. Yeah, he's entertaining. What will the gimmick of 20? What will be the gimmick of uh, 2019? Whatever the hell that ridiculously f get ready to fly slogan is. That's the dumbest slogan on earth. And it coincides too perfectly with flying the W, which is the Cubs thing. And every time the Cardinals lose, it's going to be uh, blah, 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 fly the W. And I'm already tired of it. Uh, if I had to guess an MVP candidate other than Goldschmidt, it would be Wong having the best season. If you had to guess an MVP candidate other than Goldschmidt, you'd go Matt Carpenter. Uh, yeah, time to fly the W, whatever the hell it is. It's bad, whatever the hell it is. And now, at the same time, time to fly the L is going to be a lot of fun, too. Uh, we are a 50 and 60 starts away from a rebuild. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Look, the Cardinals are never going to go full rebuild. That's not going to happen. If they're not willing to do it like now or last year or make any type of decision at the trade deadline, they'd rather stand pat than rebuild. I'm falling in love with Schilt after listening to some of his interviews at winter meetings. Yeah, so Smore15, uh, we love Mike Schilt. He's incredible. He's a great man. And I'm anxious to see what a full season of him managing uh, uh, yields. Wong is a good, but MVP, yeah, I love Colton Wong, but... It would be a hell of a stretch for him to be an MVP. He would have to double his tr double his home runs, triple his doubles, uh, and continue his slash line throughout the entire season. And even then, like, still reach. They might rebuild when Yachty leaves, but Yachty isn't leaving for another hundred years. 
Uh, Oliver Perez, he's still alive. Oh, yeah, sorry, he just pitches like he's dead. Go look at his stats and go watch him pitch last year and go watch how he pitches. Uh, as a lefty out of the bullpen, you probably won't find any better. Uh, but again, you know everything. No need for a rebuild. They're still in the mix for the division easily. Okay. Uh, free agent relievers never worked. I wouldn't say never worked, but Norris worked out great. It's just you got to be smart about it. you got to get lucky. No rebuild is part of the reason this franchise is in the situation they're in. O'Neal is untouchable. Is, isn't untouchable, very touchable. Uh, if I said that, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, if, if anything, I'm saying that, like, who has the highest trade value and you would be able to get, like, that's not Tyler O'Neill's bag at this point. Vast majority of second-year players regress, expect regression from Bader. Uh, look, I don't... I don't know about vast majority. I don't have the numbers. I don't know the numbers. The, my perception is that a lot of second-year players regress once the book is out on him. Uh, we'll see what kind of adjustments Harrison Bader makes. Uh, crap, I can't... I can just hear them uh, blaring, I believe I can fly at the stadium. Don't say that. Uh, time to look up Oliver Perez on Baseball Ref. Yeah, who would you offer for Will Smith? Uh, I don't know. Look, I don't know what they would want. I would imagine that that team is going to rebuild, but they seem like in that kind of purgatory that a lot of teams are in. Uh, if we're talking about minor leaguers, I would try someone like Casey Meisner or something like that. Uh, I don't think I'd go Evan Kraczynski, but you'd probably have to give up somebody like Evan Kraczynski. I would trade Ramon Urias for him. I still want Joe Girardi. I've got nothing for Joe Girardi. Uh, speed doesn't regress in his age. So let me, here's, you know what the best thing on earth is? Is, uh, that, that old saying that speed never slumps. Tell Billy Hamilton. Uh, O'Neal is very touchable according to the ladies. Yeah, that's no fucking lie. Uh, if Carp sucks at third and he truly is a first baseman, do you pick up his option or sign? Well, it depends on what happens with Goldie. What I'll tell you is I would not resign Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, we'll see what the season looks like. I might end up eating those words, but right now I would not. I would wait to see how the season plays out. Uh, and if Goldschmidt wanted too much money, I would pick up the option for Carpenter if he had a good year and I'd move him back to first base and figure it out later. Uh, can't steal first after all. That's part of it. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton swings the bat like my five-year-old. So does Harrison Bader sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, Schilt was 8-8 eight eight with Fowler on active roster, MM replacement level. Uh, let's not focus on that. Uh, let's focus on the really good August and a subpar September and just see what it looks like next year. Uh, an Arenado 10 times over. Uh, Gene Segura did. Uh, let's see. On, a, on an unrelated note, Dwight Howard does trannies. Well, good for him. That seems like a whole thing. If we don't resign Goldie or Azuna, aren't we in the same position we were in a we were in a couple of years ago? Are we in the same position we were a couple of years ago? So this is a, this is something I want to say, right? We, we there's been a lot of talk about after 2019, the Cardinals have a lot of decisions to make. They could be in, on pace for a rebuild. Uh, but what I'll tell you is, I don't view it that way, right? They didn't have Paul Goldschmidt. They had a some par uh, 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 Marcelo Azuna. Cy Michaelis was a big thing, and they would do well to re-sign him, but he's not as much of a hit in the long run. Look, I, I don't view this team as, like, this a do-or-die year for them, even if they lose Goldie, even if they lose Ozuna. Uh, they have to get clever, and they have to get aggressive, but it's not as much a do-or-die as they say. And I think that's why that they're staring away from Harper, uh, not just because they believe in Fowler. As somebody said, hold on, uh, Chandler Hayes says, Bader can hit 270, Hamilton can barely get to 230. We'll see. Uh, what steps does Helsley have to take to become a starter? Helsley, <laughs> he is a starter. He's a minor league starter. Uh, so is Genesis Cabrera. People don't realize this because they're constantly talking about being in the bullpen. Look, all Ryan Helsley has to do is stay healthy, and he could, he could be a very, very good starting pitcher at the major league level. The one thing that he does need to do a little bit uh, to s secure that spot is he gets ahead of hitters. He'll be up 1-2 on account, 0-2 on account, and he'll walk a guy. 
He gets a little too cute with this stuff because it's really good, uh, but he doesn't necessarily trust it, and he's trying to strike him out. If he was just a little bit more concerned about just getting the out and not striking out players, I think he would be be set pretty well. Alex and Lil asks, out of Goldie, Waka, Ozuna, Michaelis, who do you see them resigning? Goldschmidt. They're all in on Goldschmidt. Uh, if the Cardinals play to potential, they were the, they win the World Series. That would be incredible. I don't think it happens. I'm working on hitting uh, 267 on my gut. I like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alex Reyes for closer from Michigan BCS. Again, time will tell. He's coming back from a lat surgery that's rare and hard to come back from. Uh, he's probably just pitching off of a mound if the timetable was to be believed and if he's on it. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. But yeah, that's a role that I would like him in if he's healthy. Ooh, uh, Waka over from March Hayden. Waka over under 100 innings pitched. I'll say over 127. No, Michael Waka is going to get off to an amazing start and be healthy and everyone's going to buy in. Uh, real fast, I just want to say, again, a couple things. Uh, Danny Mack seems to think of Michael's extension gets done in spring training. Look, Danny Mack knows more than he leads on, so if he's saying that, I don't doubt it. Those won't be with the cards, though. Over, somebody says. Yeah, I agree. So a couple things. Uh, and Gifts will tweet out the, the, the link here in a minute. Get your prospects after dark gear. Remember, once you get it, take a screenshot of your order and send it to via DM to myself or Gifts, and you'll be entered to win uh, one of three additional pad beanies. Uh, we're going to give away two. We're going to give away two here in just a little bit, uh, and uh, we'll adjust on the fly. But uh, uh, do me a favor and buy some shit. Continue to buy shit because we've had a lot of people enter, and a lot of people are going to have a chance to win a beanie, uh, and they get first dibs. Uh, remember when Waka blew the NLCS in San Francisco? No, but I remember when Mike Matheny did. Uh, yeah, we would have to make the playoffs, get hot, and play over our heads in the playoffs to win the World Series. Yeah, they need to play over their heads uh, uh, to get into the playoffs. Michaelis' regression has to happen, though. How big is that question? It, there is a very substantial size question about uh, uh, Miles My, Michaelis' ability to sustain his 2018 success. Uh, but if there's a guy you like, he throws with ease, he has good command. I could see it happening, but it is definitely a question. Someone has to feed Kyle alcohol uh, addictions. Feed Kyle's alcohol addictions. Yeah. Uh, why do you think of what do you think of the Powder Blues? Uh, I'm staying away from that because when I gave my opinion, it was riotous in here. I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, Wayne always the cards rotation sickens me. Not the September version of Adam Wainwright. Who said that? <laughs> uh, his mechanics are so clean and smooth. They are. So the thing, John Greco, about uh, Wayno is again. If he's the healthy pitcher that we saw in September as the fifth starter, that's good. And again, I like John Gant better. I like Ryan Helsley better. I like Genesis Cabrera better. I like Austin Gomber better. But I can deal with it as long as Mike Schilt and the front office is willing to do what needs to be done when it's time for it to be done. That's the key. But going into the spring, uh, going into the season potentially, I'm fine with it. I don't like the Powder Blues. Uh, how is Flaherty year two going to be different from Weaver year two? Well, the difference is Jack Flaherty throws a secondary pitch that's better he has better command, uh, and his third pitch is way more developed. Also, he throws with a little bit more velocity, uh, and he's filthier than Luke Weaver was. Now, if we're talking about a repeat of his last season, I don't know if we'll see that. I do think there'll be a small little regression, uh, but I don't think it'll be the kind of regression that, like, is mind-blowing. Remember, what we want to see him do is we want to see him locate that slider better so he's not letting up so many home runs. Expect that. But with that adjustment is going to come a little bit of uh, growing pains, if you will. Will Luke Weaver have a good year in Arizona? My answer to that is absolutely. Yeah, I think Luke Weaver's going to have a good year. Now, for me, a good year is like a 4.5, a 4.15 FIP. Uh, you know, 
8.3K per nine, uh, something like that. And I also think Car Carson Kelly has a good year there, too. And I also think Andy Young has a good year there, too, when he gets called up. I'm going to start at 1B for the cards in 2020 from Silverback Jack. Uh, you must be uh, Alaris Montero. Uh, you must be Luke and Baker. Say you're the manager who hits two-hole for you in this lineup. Uh, for me, I start with Yadier Molina, but they'll start with Dexter Fowler, and that makes way more sense than my crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> Flaherty is just better than Weaver. That's part of it too. What do you think? Uh, oh, what do you think on the Goldie trade? I think we got him for a steal from Jack two three eight four one four seven seven. My thought on the Goldie trade is that I think it's a good trade for both teams. If the Cardinals were getting more than one year, Paul Goldschmidt, I would say it's an absolute steal. But you're talking about one year, and the Cardinals gave up draft pick. Uh, which is going to hurt their overall pool and ability to sign their prospects, which means they're going their their draft picks, which means they're going to get conservative uh, in their draft picking, which doesn't help them in the long run. They gave up a potential everyday second baseman, uh, and they gave up two players at the bottom part of their like the low point of their value uh, that could very well peak and end up being all star type players. Remember, it doesn't, it's not going to take Carson Kelly a lot to have a chance to be like an all star for one season. It's not going to take a lot. The catching depth in the major leagues is shitty. Uh, all you have to do is have like one outrageous year where everything clicks uh, and you can be uh, an all-star. But again, the all-star is a joke anyway, so let's not invest too much into it. Uh, and Luke Weaver has a chance. Again, we could be talking about Luke Weaver in, th in five years being a Joe Kelly-like addition. Like a, a guy who gets, as a relief pitcher, three years, $25 million dollars. Uh, let's see how it all works out. Uh, where are picks if they QO Goldie and Ozuna? It'll probably be more than likely between 75 and 80 uh, next year. Uh, does somebody sign Luke Heimlich? Hopefully not. Fuck that guy. Uh, what are picks? Let's see. Uh, let's see. The All Star is a the All Star game is a joke. Look, the All Star game's a joke. The MVP's a joke. The Cy Young's a joke. The biggest joke of it all is the Gold Glove. Biggest joke. Hall of Fame is a joke too. It is. Uh, but remember, there are museums, and they're just like a fun little thing to get excited about at a water cooler at work. I bet my house on Goldschmidt getting 5 and 160 and staying. I'm not sure about the 5 160, but I would expect Paul Goldschmidt to get an extension. Over under 88 wins in 2019, I'll say over. Uh, I'll, say, I'll say right now, uh, if they don't make any additions, then they're an 89-win team. Uh, what's your rotation prediction for the start of the year? Again, I don't view it as a prediction. I view it as kind of like a set thing if everyone stays healthy. Seamart, uh, 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 Michaelis, Flaherty, Waka Wayno, and I don't know in what order. Uh, uh, FMK, Kim Jong-un, DeWitt Jr., and DeWitt III. I'll tell you what, I'd bang that Kim Jong-un. I think I'd murder that, uh, uh, that, that junior, and I think I'd marry, I think I'd put a ring on that three. Uh, oh my god, TLR was a big Harold Baines guy, and you know what, it was fun to watch him dismantle, uh, uh, that, uh, Mad Dog. And you know what? He was wrong, and he didn't have the, the facts to support it, and he looked kind of like a jackass, but that's TLR, and it was good to see. How many cards are All-Stars next year? Uh, 70. Uh, would you like the All-Star game if they turned it into a five-game series? Oh, God, that sounds terrible. I don't even like the All-Star game as one game. That sounds awful. Uh, they're going 162-0 after they signed Bryce. That's what I've been meaning to say. Thank you for taking the words out of my mouth. Sports and Stuff 91. Uh, no, look, I, they're fun, they're exhibitions, you know, look, I, I, I hate to be so critical about stuff, but, you know, it's whatever. I'm gonna steal that Lankford from Seabass, this is, this actually came from Ray Lankford, so suck it. 
Uh, if they improve the lefties, I think we win. The win goes to 95. Look, there were, after the Cardinals signed Miles Michaelis, and after they traded for Ozuna, and brought in Bud Norris, and Luke Gregerson, and Dominic Leone, and Greg Holland, people were calling last year's team a 94-95 win team. A lot of things changed. Remember, the Cardinals did a lot of additions. They had five wins more than they had the year before. Uh, the Cardinals have only added one guy. And remember, let's, let's focus really quick on how much better Paul Goldschmidt makes the Cardinals, right? Because by, by adding Paul Goldschmidt into the lineup, that pretty well takes J-Mart's bat out of the lineup. So you're not just talking about like a one for one. And it moves Carpenter to third, which is kind of a, a it's a tough move. It's not good because of that arm and his range. He'll be fine. It won't be anything fancy. Hopefully he can hold his own, and I think he can because he's Matt Carpenter, and he did, and that's what the stats say. Uh, but you're not talking about like him. You're not talking about Paul Goldschmidt as an upgrade over Matt Adams. You're talking about as bad as an upgrade over Jay Martin. Jay Martin was one of the better hitters in the Cardinals lineup last year. Uh, what I'm getting at is the Cardinals made a lot of additions last year and barely won a handful more games. They've only added Goldschmidt, and that gets their second-best hitter out of the lineup, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all develops while also compromising their abilities at third base. Are you opposed to the MLB decreasing the schedule? To, no, I like that. I like the idea of the Major League Baseball decreasing the schedule. How many added wins is Mike Schiltworth from Tara Wilman? You know, Tara, this is a, a really, really hot-button topic right now, especially from that Jim Cromer on Two Birds on a Bat, that podcast I do on Wednesdays with Mo's Algorithm and Brendan Schaefer. I don't know. I think in August they peaked because they got that bump. I think when he was aggressive about pulling uh, starting pitchers to get to relief pitchers and using Carlos Martinez out of the bullpen, I think that manager ends up uh, uh, helping the team a great deal as compared to what we saw out of Mike Matheny for 2018. But the way he used a bullpen in September uh, and the, his unwillingness to move Dexter Fowler uh, when you know out of the lineup at the beginning there uh, when they went eight and eight with Fowler in the lineup, I don't view. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know if he's worth any. The players still have to play, right? If Dexter Fowler plays like shit again, it doesn't matter. If Matt Carpenter plays. Uh, April and September, the way he played April and September last year, it doesn't matter. Uh, look, I think realistically maybe one or two wins, but it all depends on how he uses that bullpen. And he didn't use a bullpen well in September, and they went 12 and 15. He used it well and aggressive in August and went 22 and 6. Uh, he had Carlos Martinez as a fire stopper, and that made a big difference. It just depends on how he decides to manage. If he wants to manage like Mike Matheny like he did in September, then it's not worth any more. He manages like, you know, an aggressive manager that senses urgency and like in August, like he does all year, then uh, we're all in for good things. Hey, Alex Cards! Alex Christofoli is here. Uh, hello, buddy. Uh, I want MLB to increase the schedule to 310 games and introduce uh, Guada, uh, Guadalupe uh, doubleheaders. What does the national media love Joe Madden? Look, I don't. I think we get we get caught up in stuff like that. Hold on. Alex has a killer comment that would rattle everyone. Hold on. Where's he at? Uh, I think people. So here's the thing, right? Joe Madden says a lot of stuff and he's a nice guy and he's funny and he's interesting and I think that that's that's if you're going to interview people on a regular basis that's the guy you would want to interview instead of someone like Mike Medini who doesn't give you answers and treats you like you're a second class citizen what do you think gyro can improve do you think gyro can improve his defense uh, I do think he can if he's allowed to play third base every day which is where he should play to his diva, he's high. Joe Madden single-handedly almost blew the World Series. Yeah, and you know what? We were just talking about this. I forgot where exactly. Uh, in regards to Dave Roberts, right? Dave Roberts has taken the Dodgers to two straight World Series, and they hate him. The fans hate him. Uh, he just got an extension, and the fans were against it. And it's because it's hard to manage in the postseason. Uh, gyro is fast as hell for Chubby Dude. That's a fact. 
Uh, Hecate. Hello, Hecate. How are you? Welcome. Uh, who are some interesting names likely in Palm Beach next year? I'm not even there, right? Uh, maybe Dylan Carlson starts there. Kramer Robertson should be moved. Chase Pinder will probably start there. Uh, might start at Springfield. Scott Hurst will probably start there. Uh, Luke and Baker might start there. Alaris Montero might start there. You're just going to have to wait and see. I would think from the pitching standpoint, uh, Oviedo and Sejas and maybe Rondon will be there, and that could be interesting. DeYoung is going to be a monster if he can stay healthy. What's your definition of a monster? He can hit 30 home runs and hit 240 and get on base at a 310 clip. That'd be helpful, but I wouldn't call that a monster. Uh, Luke Heimlich to Matheny, the Royals. Can you imagine somebody as a devout uh, Catholic or Christian as Mike Matheny being a part of the development process of Luke Heimlich? Uh, well, you're talking about hypocrisy of religion. Uh, why do you want to fire a manager after two straight World Series appearances? What the fuck? Because they saw him make some bad decisions that probably cost them a World Series or two. Or perceived, they perceived him making bad decisions that cost him a World Series or two. But I agree with you. Can't wait to see Goldschmidt coming up with runners on base. I'm excited about that too, Sam Smitty. Miguel Montero for backup catcher. He's kind of a trash human being too, right? Am I wrong about that? Uh, finally joining in from Jimmy Fleming. Dark horse to make the big leagues this year. Depending on how the bullpen shakes out, you know, of guys that have not made a major league debut, Ryan Helsley or Hennessy Cabrera, Ramon Urias, depending on how the, the utility role plays out. Uh, but other than that, like, I, there isn't much of on the way. Uh, because he can manage in a World Series. Uh, I must have missed the Heimlich guy. Yeah, Luke Heimlich is a pitcher who would have gone in the 2017 first round uh, and ended up not getting drafted and going back to Oregon State. The story with him is that he pled guilty to sexually assaulting as a fifth, when he was 15, sexually assaulting his niece who was six at the time. Uh, he claims now that he just pled guilty to save himself, uh, the trouble of the whole, the whole deal. But, uh, his brother swears up and down and the, the, the young niece still swears up and down that it happened. And that's all, I mean, that's all that matters to me. You plead guilty and they say it happened. He should, he should not be playing baseball. I think he's playing baseball overseas. MLB should allow an open bar in the dugout for players to take up between innings. Uh, ask John Lackey about that open bar, uh, which is disgusting. Yeah, Luke Heimlich, if indeed he committed the crime, which he admitted to committing, uh, he is as much of a shitty, a shitbag, disgusting human being as you'll find this side of Addison Russell. Uh, Matheny is back up. Yeah, the only way that I think that the Cardinals fans would be endeared uh, to Mike Matheny again is if he ended up being the, uh, the backup. Uh, I'm going to retweet this, Tara. From we're, By the way, uh, I'm going to give away some prospects after Dark Beanies, two of them here in just a little bit. But Tara is doing a giveaway uh, for just these these beautiful black beanie caps. Look at these things. They're beautiful. I'm going to put mine back on. Uh, we're giving away uh, some of these. And Tara's doing it, and I just retweeted it. Fill it out uh, and, and make it happen. Uh, yeah. So real fast... Uh, uh, okay, uh, Memphis three-peat in 2019. It's going to be interesting to see what happens now with Stubby Clapp uh, as part of the Cardinals coaching staff and with the gentleman whose name I can't remember right now, and I, I, it's, I know what it is, but I'm going to butcher it. Dan Johnson, I believe, is the name. Uh, it might not be Dan. I'm having a, a moment. Uh, who moves from the other most successful AAA organization, the Durham Bulls from Tampa Bay, to the Memphis coaching staff. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know that this coming team probably won't be as good as some of the teams that Stubby Clapp had, so uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Matheny is a bullpen catcher. He would keep those rocks in, those rooks in line. That'd be the worst. Who gets traded? Jose or Jed? It makes more sense to trade Jed Jerko. Uh, in my opinion, 
Uh, but it also makes sense to trade both of them. Toast to you with some bland. Oh, hey, Blanton from a sweaty teddy. I love that, Blanton. To you, sir. How would you feel about the fam trade if he does really well and Bader struggles? I don't even care about that. Uh, what I care about, look, <laughs> I was happy about the Tommy fam trade because I had knowledge of Genesis Cabrera, Genesis Cabrera. I love Genesis Cabrera. I think he could be a front-of-the-line starter, similar to Carlos Martinez, uh, if he reaches his peak. And I like that. So, I don't view trades with 2020 vision. At the time of the trade, I liked it. I understood. I thought it was a little light uh, of a return. But the Cardinals were very clear and have been clear since that part of the Tommy Pham trade was to clear out the locker room and maybe some of the, the riffraff or whatever you want to say. Uh, to change the culture in the locker room. The Cardinals did that. They got Genesis Cabrera. Look, I personally think that the the peak for Harrison Bader is an entire year extrapolated over what we saw once he took over on a daily basis. That's as good as he can be uh, over an entire season. Uh, what disappoints me more than anything is that Tyler O'Neill got hurt right after that trade because we had a chance to see what would happen with Tyler O'Neill on a daily basis, and it never materialized because he got hurt. And then Jose Martinez was the preferred choice in right field. Oh, what's the over-under? Hold on. Uh, over-under one inning of Jed in the outfield? Oh, I'll take the over on that. Uh, it'll be so awkward if he plays the outfield, Jed Jerko. Look, Jed Jerko went out of his way to skin down uh, to get skinny last offseason, and he did it, and he did well. He's an athlete. Remember, he used to play shortstop. He used to play second base. Uh, he's an athlete. It might look awkward, but he has a strong arm. It won't look as awkward as Matt Adams, and it won't look as awkward as Chris Duncan. So, you know, the bar has been set low for us. I'd like someone to ask Colton Wong if he fixed his knee. You know where I stand on that. That's my biggest concern with Colton Wong. He was really good when his knee and his hip weren't hurting him. He was bad when they were. Uh, less awkward than Matt Adams and left. Yeah, there you go. What do you, uh, what do we get from Munoz this season? It depends. I think there's a chance, all things considered, that Munoz starts the year at AAA if they don't move Martinez and they don't move Jerko. It really changes that dynamic. Now, he could very well have like a middle infielder relief role, which the Cardinals don't have, but I would think it would come down to him and Mr. Robinson, Mr. Drew Robinson, who they just acquired for Patrick Wisdom. Robinson has a more clear role because he's a left-hander. Uh, here's what I think is I think Jairo Munoz is really solid, and I think that you're talking about if he got 350 at-bats, 12 home runs, a 260, 330, 480 kind of thing, something like that. I've heard Padres fans call Jed a mayonnaise boy. Yeah, remember, he really beefed up as part of their organization. How dare you blasph blasphemize our Matt Adams? Uh, Jerko will be a gold glover in the outfield. Hey, look, if John Jay could be, he can be. Uh, cult of the uppercut bat. I love a good uppercut. Uh, poor Duncan in Game 5 of the 06 World Series. Brutal, right, Eric B? I already see the here's to Mr. Rock. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Doing this place for you and you. Uh, how would you feel about the fam trade? Okay, let's see. Test you, Blanton's. How many, uh, how many home runs would O'Neill get with a full season? So one thing I've said about, uh, is Dave Duncan still alive? Yes. Cards win World Series in 2019 with Wayno closing it out equals a wet dream. That'd be a fun moment. Uh, I predict Fowler will have an MVP type season and we'll trade him to get Adams back in September. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's see. It is the singing avocado now, Eric Thomas. From Sensational, can't wait to pick up Matt Adams at the deadline. Gonna be sick. Uh, it'll happen in June. Uh, don't, don't wait till the deadline. How many home runs would Matt Adams, or Tyler O'Neill hit if a full season? What I always say is that kind of hitter that Matt Adams, or that, 
I'm Matt Adams mindfucked right now. Uh, the Tyler O'Neill type hitter, that guy in 500 at-bats, his first roll-through will have like 25, 30 home runs. And then the next year, he'll have like 30 home runs. And then the next year, he'll have like 35 and then 40. Like that's It takes a while for a player like that to ramp up. Uh, you know, Chris Davis kind of, K-H-R-I-S Davis kind of uh, uh, walked into it, got to it a little quicker than most. But that's the kind of player hitter that O'Neill can be. I just think it's going to take a little bit more time to ramp up. Honestly, I love Matt Adams. The disrespect is real. Uh, yeah, you know, I love Matt Adams, too. I was a big fan of him in the Cardinals organization. I like all those guys. I like Daniel Descalso, even though I'm not really high on him coming back. Uh, I, I love, I love, love, love the options. Uh, I love the former Cardinals players in the organization. And I wish him nothing the best. All right, so what we're going to do right now, uh, call me crazy, but I would not mind the production in my lineup uh, from Matt Adams. Uh, are from Tyler O'Neill, and even then, like, it depends on how the lineup is constructed. How many Ks with those bombs? Again, probably that first time through, you're talking about 30 Ks, and then probably 29 Ks, or 29% rate, you know what I mean? Like, 30% Ks, and then probably 28% Ks, and then when he's up to, like, 40 home runs, he's going to be having, like, a 23 to 26% K rate, and it probably won't last, it'll probably last for, like, two years, uh, but that'll be it. Uh, I love your Dirty Dan to come back, I would love for Dirty Dan to come back. Yeah, again, I just... I don't, I'd rather him go to the Cubs and be the Daniel Descalso that the Cardinals got before he went and got good. Cards have a Matt Adams bobblehead day scheduled in August, so he'll be back. Well, he was just signed for a one-year, $4 million contract with the Nationals, so we'll see. Is Ozuna in the opening day lineup? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, Ozuna's gonna be in the lineup. Goldschmidt, unless they get hurt, but I'm willing to bet that Ozuna's ready to go. The procedure that he had on his shoulder was only supposed to be a cleanup thing, uh, so it's nothing we should all be worried about. Wow, we're in, are we an hour and 20 minutes into this? Holy shit. Alright, so real fast. Uh, Diamond in the Rough with the claiming of the Orioles pitcher. No, so that guy, he's a low 90s thrower who throws his slider 50% of the time, but his slider, his slider, uh, it's Miesinger or some shit like that. Uh, low 90s fastball with a high spin rate. Throws a slider about 50% of the time. That's okay. Doesn't have a ton of movement. Can be a strikeout pitch. Uh, he doesn't throw his change, but like 4% of the time, and that's not a very good pitch. Uh, he's just depth. And honestly, of all of the players that they've added, he would be the one I would cut even before Cecil and Gregerson. Uh, even be well, maybe Justin Williams would be the other one that I would cut, but he would be the guy that I would cut to, to make room. Just minor's depth, yeah. Again, I put Gallegos ahead of him, I put Helsley ahead of him, like, all of those guys who are on the 40 man deserve a chance before him. Where'd you see his high, he has a high spin rate? Uh, I can't talk about that. Miesinger. Miesinger. Which is tough because they have Casey Miesner, uh, pitching at double A. Can someone buy Ozuna a red F, uh, effing sleeve, please. Look, we don't care about stuff like that, some silver blackjack. Let the guy have his own personality. You know, this Cardinals team is boring as shit. And it just got more boring with the acquisition of Paul Goldschmidt, who appears to be the most boring man alive, not named Mike Schilt, who's really interesting, but also super boring. Uh, I like a little personality. And now they've got these stupid blue jerseys. Kyle has secret sources. How much more money do they make on 40-man? I don't know what that question is. I love the neon sleeve. I don't care about the neon sleeve. I don't care about hats. I don't care about any of that stuff. I think people freak out about stuff because life is pointless. Uh, let's see, real fast. I'm going to do, uh, again, uh, uh, let's shave Goldie's eyebrows so we don't know his emotions. Oh, God, I love that so much from Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I love that. How dare you say he's boring? He's simply humble. He's not. He's boring. Uh, but he's also humble, and I appreciate that. The important thing is, uh, will all four bobbleheads have the neon sleeve? I hope so. Shield has personality. Listen to his interviews on inter uh, intentional talk. He does have personality, but he's dry. 
and he has twice as much personality as Paul Goldschmidt has. Uh, if they had a team cookout, we would have a shockingly high socks and sandals proportions. Yeah, a lot of cargo shorts. Give me free pad stuff. Uh, he's boring and he's happy about it, and we're happy about it too. But we also want a little personality from the other guys. I miss the old Carlos Martinez cup stacking days. I want more of that. Uh, let's see, does Kyle have access to minor league trackman data? I do not have access to minor league trackman data, but I do, I have made a couple connections or friends, if you will, that can provide me with that information. It's just a matter of if I believe it or not, and this, in this case, I do. Uh, when ranking prospects, how much weight do you put on ceiling? I don't put very much weight on ceiling. Uh, I, I, not as much as other people. Like, I like floor, I like potential, and ceiling is just like, an extra incentive to me. Like, uh, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, what will Goldie's name be on Players Weekend? It'll be Goldschmidt. Uh, if the counts are personal, if that counts as personality. Okay, so real fast, we're going to give away some pad beanies. We're going to give away two of the five prospects after dark purple beanies. Remember, uh, we're going to have another drawing for the other three. So buy your pad snuggle gear. Uh, the ugly sweater, them them socks dough, um, and uh, uh, the eye avocado pad buy that shit take a screenshot and you'll be entered to win the other three uh uh when we do the drawing it goes off sale on tuesday so buy that shit send us the screenshot of that you bought the shit and have a chance to win one of those uh, again we're gonna reach in you'll see here we got the oh son of a bitch i'm gonna end up fucking this all up guys we've got the names in here and my little deberg bishop deberg hat uh locally my high school uh, Goldie went well with Goldie last year. Wow. Super creative. What does FSM disaster mean? It doesn't mean anything other than the fact that they look like an asshole. And then we'll talk about it, but it won't carry any weight because we all are lazy assholes. Uh, 21, 29 RPM at the MLB level isn't great, but you guys probably have better info. Uh, what I'll tell you is I was told that in the minor league level, it was around 2350. Uh, winners need to give a speech. All right, so we're going to reach in. Our first name, who will win? Uh, gifts, are you here real fast? Before we do this, I need to make sure that Cardinals Gifts is here, uh, because otherwise we'll fuck this all up. Uh, we are drawing for the first beanie of the people who have bought pad stuff. I love you too, Patrick B. I love you too. Uh, but again, that's a concern. If you're talking about a 200 uh, spin discre uh, discrepancy, then it goes to show you that there's things to be worried about. Uh, I do need a vacation. You guys don't know how, you have no idea how bad I need a vacation. Rams are choking. Hey, we can, hey, to the Rams choking. Hey, what's up? Remember when the post writer called everyone racist for saying mags? Yeah, he's in, uh, he's writing for, uh, Latino magazine. Hey, so our first winner of a purple beanie, uh, the purple prospects after dark beanie is Matt Stromer. Matt Stromer's in here almost all the time. I don't think I've seen him tonight. Uh, so Matt Stromer is our first winner. Uh, we'll get to the second one here in a minute. Uh, why haven't you talked about Wayno's Princess is Dancing yet? I, you know, I only caught the end of that. And uh, I'm glad we're talking about it, Maggie, and I'm glad you're bringing it up. Because just like with Dexter Fowler, right, there's a large group of this fan base that wants to just absolutely hate on these guys. And again, if you're talking about their performance, then yes, go after their performance, but Adam Wainwright is as giving of a human being as you'll find. He spends a lot of the offseason like digging wells for clean drinking water in third, fourth, fifth world countries. Uh, he is a great man who will do anything for his fellow human being. I've heard him talk on multiple occasions about not leaving a dime for his kids because the kids, he wants the kids to earn it and he wants to spend every dime that he has helping the people who are less fortunate than him. 
We all should be like that, each and every one of us. Not just the millionaires, but the billionaires to the people who don't have money except for a little bit to give. We should be working to help each other. So any personal attack on Adam Wainwright is a fucking joke, and those people are terrible, terrible people. Same thing with Dexter Fowler. We talked about it at the beginning of this little soiree tonight. Uh, depression is a real miserable thing that a lot of people deal with, and a lot of people deal with it without talking about it. This is my first time talking about my own depression. Uh, I've become a little bit more open about it in the last couple months. Uh, it's still not something I feel comfortable talking about. It's still not something I really feel like expressing. But I did it because everyone's going through it. And any time that you can help someone, you help someone. Dexter Fowler's a good human being. He's a family man. He loves his family. He helps out in inner city, and he does it without a camera following him around. Like, let's not make personal attacks on these guys. You want to attack the way that they're pitching? Sure. The way that they're playing? Uh, the, the, the way that they're hitting 170? Sure. I get that. Uh, but they're not lazy, and they take their profession seriously, and, you know, they're great people. So don't ever forget that when going after them. Uh, imagine having the lack of sense to say millionaires playing baseball can't have depression. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's a, a sad state of affairs. So our second winner, again, a second, oh, God, second winner of the Prospects After Dark beanie, the purple one, uh, which we had a picture of, uh, and guess is going to get embroidered, goes to Seth. Turner, Seth Turner wins our second Prospects After Dark beanie. To Seth Turner, thank you so much. Those are we've given away two of the th uh, the five Prospects After Dark beanies. We will give away the other three at a Prospects After Dark to be named later. We might do a special one on Tuesday when the sale's over. Uh, let's see, is Seth here? Hey Ryan, what's up, buddy? Uh, I saw Wayno fool a kid with a curveball in a wiffle ball game. I saw that too. That was hilarious. Imagine having the lack of sense to say millionaire, blah, blah, blah. Uh, speech, speech. Why do you have to be a past customer uh, to win? Well, so here's the thing, and that's why we did this, right? So we're giving away two two beanie, or we're giving away two beanies to people who have already paid. We're giving away three beanies uh, to people who still have a chance to pay, but the sale ends on Tuesday. Remember, buy some pad snuggle gear. Send a picture of you purchasing it, the, the screenshot of the final purchase to both myself or to either myself or gifts, and to be entered to win one of the other three. Uh, this is just a big, like, thank you to the people who have gotten ahead of it and who have bought it. And you know what? We just wanted to give away shit because we like giving away shit. Uh, uh, did Matt Stromer give a, a great speech? I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, Matt, it's our pleasure. Uh, over under amount of time, City Field dumpsters catch on fire. Ha! Uh, uh, I'll set the number at three. It's snuggle gear attire. That's right, cards, gifts. Because, look, uh, and nothing's been embroidered yet. It's going to be a little while before we can get you the beanie, Stromer, and Turner. Uh, but I promise you that once you get it, you're going to love it. Uh, you saw what it looks like on the picture. Uh, it's it's wonderful, amazing stuff. And again, thank you for buying your pad gear. It's important too now, now that you've got the pad gear, that you take, we, you, we've got to see a picture with you in the pad beanie and whatever the attire was that you bought to earn the pad beanie. I'm writing you down, Mr. Turner and Mr. Stromer. Turner. Stromer. We need to see those pictures, my friends. We need to see them. Or else I will track you down and I will take that stuff from you and give it to somebody who, uh, who uh, 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 actually got their stuff and is willing to support the Pad family. But again, thank you so much for buying things, and we appreciate it. And you're, Everyone here is part of our Pad family, and we love you. Those will look great in those cold early April night games. Yeah, right? I'm telling you, my little my black beanie here looks great in those cold April night, April night games. My beautiful red beanie, the one of a kind here, 
Uh, looks great uh, all the time. I'm gonna rock that shit. That's right, Stromer. You gotta send a picture and whatever you bought. Is the this pod or the shopping network? It's a little bit of both, as a matter of fact. Uh, why don't you buy something instead of talking? Give me a pad, turtleneck, and fanny pack so I can look like The Rock. Oh God, that's good shit. All right, so we're going on like an hour and an hour and forty minutes of this. I don't really have much to say. Look, we've talked about Fox Sports Midwest. We've talked about Bernie. We've talked about depression. Uh, we've covered so much. We gave away two beanies. Remember, buy that pad snuggle gear. Buy it. Uh, and then get a chance to win a beanie. And Stromer and Turner have them. And, uh, now you're in the, you're in the dark there. Does the beard come with the beanie? Oh man, that would have been a really awesome thing. I wish we could have figured, uh, figured out. Uh, I donate a lot of money to charity to have a red beanie. I don't know how that works. It's something you're gonna have to talk to, uh, Cards Gifts about. Uh, we need same, uh, some poop ball pad beanies. Hopefully somewhere down the line. Uh, did your beanie change colors? No, 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 man. I got them beanies. I got them beanies. I got multiple beanies. We'll put these sons of bitches on. How, what do you think about that? How does that look, huh? Uh, can we talk about the Memphis Redbirds odds at a three-peat? Uh, we talked about it a little bit, the real RW22. I think they're low. I think this particular team will be, have less talent than some of the other teams that have, the other two teams. Uh, and plus it's not easy. Uh, and they've got a new manager who also took the Durham Bulls to a two-peat. Uh, and so we'll see. MFK, Nightingale, Saxon, and, uh, Ortiz. Oh, I'm not answering that. Oh, God. Uh, how about this? I'll just blow my own brains out instead of choosing that because that sounds terrible. All right, so we got two more toasts. Uh, the second to last toast, as always, goes to our pad people. Uh, we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do this show without you. I love each and every one of you to Mr. Stromer and Mr. Turner. I hope you enjoy your pad hoodies or your pad beanies. I can't wait to see what they look like along with whatever pad gear you bought to earn them. Uh, MFK, red beanie, black beanie, or purple shirt? Well, the purple pad beanie, if I, ha I, I don't have yet, so I'd have to kill that one, and then I'd marry the red one, and I'd fuck the black one. I would. I would. I like a good black one. MFK, Flaherty, Flaherty's girlfriend, Flaherty's girlfriend's sister, you marry Jack Flaherty, you, uh, you bang that sister, and unfortunately, even though she's the hottest of them all, you'd have to murder that, uh, that girlfriend. If you are watching this, you are part of the resistance from Eric Thomas, yeah. Yeah, Eric, do me a favor, buy some socks or something so we can enter you, I would love for you to win a beanie, my friend. Marry the purple shirt. Are we ever going to do a 24-hour prospects after dark? No. No, look, we're going on an hour and 40 minutes, and this is miserable for everyone involved. I can't believe there's 120 people watching right now. Uh, but you're here, and I love each and every one of you. You're nuts. Uh, am I too late for my eyes baseball? Yeah, eyes, we're about ready to shut this thing down. But hey, dummy, buy some of the pad snuggle gear. Buy it for your girlfriend. She likes avocados. How about this? Hey, Hunter. Buy the I Avocado pad shirt for the girl who likes avocados who's your girlfriend. You're a coward if you don't. Take a screenshot of it, have a chance to win a purple pad shirt, and I'll be honest with you, if you, if you buy a fucking pad sweatshirt for your girlfriend, you take a screenshot after buying it, and you win a purple beanie, I'll follow you on Twitter. Uh, Barclay is greater than Bone Meester. Barclay is greater than every human being alive. Uh, is it too late to get pad stuff delivered before Christmas? No, you can get expedited shipping and it'll be here before Christmas, but you gotta buy that shit right now. You have to buy it right now. Uh, let's see. Hey, by the way, Graham and Hunter Ives. Look, I know that you're blocking each other and all that shit, but you guys gotta do, you have to do a podcast together. Uh, I would, I would listen to it. We'll do it through Birds on the Black. 
Uh, by the way, also, Salsa Lady, I-, I don't know if you're here or not, you're probably not, you've got the Christmas party, but that all-female Cardinals Twitter podcast you want to do, please do it through Birds on the Black. Uh, Cards Gifts will hook you up, I'm sure, but there's nothing that I would feel more privileged to be a part of if you and Tara and all of the other amazing women as part of Cardinals Twitter uh, would take part in that and, and have it branded underneath the Birds on the Black, because uh, that-, that's what- that would just give me the most pride. I would be so... Man, I feel so lucky to be a part of that. And not even a part of that, just to be able to say that I'm underneath the same umbrella as that. Barclay needs a pad shirt. I'm going to talk to their social media people and see if I can have it happen. What does Gifts even do in the real world? Nothing. He's not a real person. I'm Gifts. Uh, let me know about the podcast. We can get it done. Al needs some pad gear. Thanks from Maggie Ladley. Get him a small pad a pad sweatshirt and just stick his little... Oh, God, we need a bow tie. Maggie, we need a bow tie, a pad bow tie for Al. Uh, winner gets a Twitter follow, eh? I don't know what we're talking about. All female cards podcast, tell me more. Yeah, so, uh, the lovely and template Ashley Crow, uh, the, the salsa enthusiast or stove enthusiast, uh, she's talking about doing an all female, uh, podcast. And I would, uh, it'd be better than any of the male podcasts on here. It's better than this shit. Oh, that's right. And chill is gifts. My bad. Uh, pad and chill, I, uh, pad bow tie for Ken Rosenthal. You know, uh, so the other thing I want to say is the American Cancer Society has done some amazing work for my father in particular, taking him and doing amazing stuff. Every dollar that I have for the rest of my life that I can afford to give will go to the American Cancer Society. And if there's some way that I can work out an American Cancer Society pad, like combo, uh, I haven't looked into it, but it's something I should look into. It would be incredible because uh, the work of, uh, of the American Cancer Society, for those of you who have never had them touch your lives, is incredible. They just do so much and uh, there's so many causes out there that need help. And this would be the time of year to do it. And it would be amazing if I could get some type of conglomeration with that. Uh, C. Uh, Detler5 says, I love you, Kyle. I love you more. I was hoping that Sean the Spider would be in here. Uh, no wonder you were depressed. You always think you suck. Hey, I actually, so this is the weird thing about my depression, right? Uh, I'm at, I don't deal with depression when I tell myself I suck. I deal with depression when I boost myself up, when I feel good about myself. Uh, that's how I've always counterbalanced my depression. Uh, and sometimes I get a big head and then all of a sudden it comes crashing down. The way that I deal with my depression is to talk about myself, how I deserve to be talked about. Uh, and when I talk about myself in the way that might be viewed as a downtrodden way, but is really just who I am and being honest with the world and myself about who I am, then that's when I'm fine. But when I try to pretend to be something that I'm not, or try to be, uh, uh, try to tell people that I'm a good human being or a real positive human being. That's when the depression hits me hardest because I know I'm lying about it. Uh, I got a bounce. Uh, I'm glad I finally tuned in. Been a super rough weekend, and this helped. To the sea bass, to you. Uh, love you, Kyle. Love you more. Uh, Graham is unblocked. Good. You guys got to do the podcast. Stop being cowards. All right. So, as you guys know, my last, uh, my last little cheers goes to my. Birds on the Black Family. Real fast, I want to say check us out on Wednesday for the Two Birds on a Bat podcast. Me, Mo's Algorithm, and Brendan Schaefer. It's a lot of fun. We do it. Blah, 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 blah. Jim Cromer is an intense dude. Uh, also a good dude. Uh, but to my Birds on the Black Family, which is Stu Styles, who put out an album that's really fucking good. You should check it out. Uh, it's called Adult Swim, I believe. Tara Wellman, who is incomparable and more talented than anyone else I'm going to mention, uh, Probably ever, including Mark Saxon and Bernie, Bernie Nicholas and STL Cup of Joe and everyone. About as talented of a baseball scribe as you're going to find. Uh, so, 
Stu Styles on his album, Tara and Every Amazing Thing She Does. Check out The Chirps with Tara and Alex Crisafuli, who you guys know is my favorite writer. I talked about him at the Two Birds on a Bat podcast last week. Uh, our media people, Enchil, who I think is alive, I'm not 100% sure, seem to be here tonight. Uh, and Cardinals Gifts, who is my brother in arms. Uh, also, Eric Manning, Chuck Brownson, and Ben Cerruti, they're amazing. Cards Cards is doing a great Cardinal Sin thing, which is just satire. Check that out. Uh, look, the, I say it every time, the Birds on the Black people is a group that I don't deserve to be a part of. I don't understand how I am, but I'm just going to run with it until they tell me I can't do it anymore, which hopefully is by the end of the fucking next year, uh, more realistically than anything. We'll be by the end of the next year. To my Birds on the Black family, which I do not deserve to be a part of, I raise my glass. The other thing I want to say real fast, uh, I raise my glass. The other thing is, I am still planning on doing Prospects After Dark on the 23rd next Sunday. I will be off on Monday. Uh, so let's get super fucking crunk a week from tonight. Let's ring in our own holiday. We'll call it Pads, Padsmas. Padsmas. We're going to work on that title. Um, let's, let's have our own little Christmas celebration as a Pad family next Sunday. What do you got? What do you guys and gals say? Uh, that's all I've got for you. Look, uh, if you listen to this, if you're, if you're watching this, you are part of the resistance, the resistance as Eric Thomas, our great and good friend. Uh, patented for the most part uh, for everybody at Prospects After Dark uh, all of you thank you so much uh, remember be cool to each other if you have that urge to treat the other person like a dick just out of nowhere don't do it just be cool to each other uh, again for everybody at Prospects After Dark everybody at Birds on the Black um, safe travels happy hunting I love each and every one of you.